Columbia Central Lions football on WKRM is brought to you in part by Parks Motor Sales, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Roof Systems Inc., Right Care, Columbia Franklin Kubota, Ten Pin Alley, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, Holland's Pharmacy, Columbia Foodland, Beck Dental Care, Ledrich and CSH Incorporated, Brown's Body Shop, Murray Regional Medical Center, Quick Marks, Davis Heating and Cooling, and by Sands Fence Company. Here's Lee Maddox. Welcome in, everyone, to week six of the Tennessee high school football season on a beautiful fall night here in Mount Pleasant, Tennessee, where our Columbia Central Lions will face off in an historic county rivalry against the Mount Pleasant Tigers. Thanks for joining us, everyone, with Terry Wilcox, Coach Mike Lyle, I'm Lee Maddox. And coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have the call of the game for you between these two teams that first played each other way back in 1914. It's unbelievable. Yeah. They haven't played, uh, they haven't renewed this rivalry in 60 years. The last time these two teams played was 1961, and Coach, I don't even think it, uh, they were called Mount Pleasant at no, that time. It, it was actually, called Haylong High, High School. High School, that's right. And this one has had a lot of hype to it, calling it the Rumble in the Jungle here at the Mount. A huge gathering of fans on both sides, and this is all sponsored by the U.S. Army. They, they got them involved. We've got both mayors of both cities of Mount Pleasant and Columbia involved in all of this hype, and we are pleased to have as a special guest here on the pregame uh, ceremonies is our own mayor of Columbia, is Chaz Motor. Chaz, thank you for joining us and being here. I know this is a special game for you. You've been a part of the, the hype video. The, all the hype, the talk, and everything that's been going on. But you also, you played, your, your, this is your alma mater. Columbia Central High School is your alma mater. And thanks for being on with us. That's right. Well, Lee, thanks for having me. I tell you what, this has been a really fun week to uh, get this rivalry renewed. Mayor Bill White and I uh, have had a whole lot of fun. We've had some challenges and some, some mayoral competitions. And, you know, really and truly, Lee, think about it. The city of Columbia and the city of Mount Pleasant, our history is so intertwined. And we go so far back uh, together from a historical perspective. So to be able to see these two teams that haven't played in 60 plus years to sort of renew that bond on the field the rivalry but also importantly off the field and just you know we preach a lot in Columbia what's good for Mount Pleasant is good for Columbia and what's good for Columbia is good for Mount Pleasant and so this just is an opportunity to show that united front and uh, we're going to have a little bit of fun tonight. Hopefully uh, the, the central lines will pull out a victory. I feel very confident. I made my prediction early in the week that we would win 45 to 10 so wow. I have no doubt that these boys are going to prove me right. I hope we're right on right on schedule with your prediction. I, I love that prediction, but uh, obviously, uh, you know, the, the hype has been a, has had to have been a lot of fun for you uh, to, to visit with the mayors, and, and you've seen the videos that have come out on social media. That's had to have been a lot of fun for you right. to be able to promote a game like this that, you know, we hadn't been able to do things like this. That's right. Thankfully, we are. That's right. And, and as we said earlier in the week in the press conference, I mean, we are back truly as a community and again as a united front. And there's just been so much fun, just the camaraderie and being able to talk uh, to the uh, to the mayor of Mount Pleasant all week, just having some 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 nice little competition, some friendly wagers. And I mean, I look around this this field tonight and, you know, seeing uh, the amount of people who are here from from the city of Mount Pleasant, obviously 
looking across the field, uh, the amount of fan base from Columbia that traveled for the game tonight uh, just down the highway. Uh, that, that's that's what it's all about. And, and just to see us united as one, uh, that that's why we're here. And, and so I'm excited for the game, but really and truly excited for what this renewed rivalry means to our two cities as a whole. So I know you didn't get ever get the chance to play because they hadn't played in 60 years, but uh, obviously you reflect back on your time playing for Columbia Central and uh, you, you had a jersey on in the hype video and I know that it brings back special memories for you to be a part of, of an institution like Columbia Central Lions. That's right. I'll tell you, it's been a long time since I've put on a jersey, uh, but I was proud to put one on on Sunday and uh, get that film ready and like I say, tonight's just a good opportunity to see that. I know we're about to have the, the national anthem here, so we'll pause for that and I just want to say thanks for having me on and go Lions. Mayor, thank you for being with us and we're going to hold you to the prediction and hopefully the, that's all going to come true and uh, anytime you're available to, to join us we would very much appreciate very that good. thank you buddy. thank you lee go lions all right go lions very sure that's the mayor of columbia Chaz Mulder, thank you for joining us and being with us. And uh, so last week, the, you know, the Lions got that decisive Region Six Five A win over Nolansville, thirty to seven, to improve to two and zero in the region. And obviously, they're controlling their own destiny now. They're three and two overall tonight. They face the Tigers of Mount Pleasant, who are coming off their Region Five Two A win against Loretta. They also stand at three and two on the year and one and one in their region. Besides Loretta, they've beaten Scotts Hill and they got a COVID win over Zion Christian Academy and lost to East Hickman and Cascade. So uh, they've got some, Coach, they've got some big players and and uh, they've got some skilled players. Uh, so it's going to be a tough competition tonight for the Lions. Yeah, Mount Pleasant has always had a group of athletes. When I coached here uh, about nine years ago, eight or nine years ago, we we were full of athletes. Uh, the, biggest, the, the biggest challenge a lot of times is getting them channeled into one group and to uh, uh, you know, be the basically be a traffic cop. Figure out where they actually fit together as a team. Once you can do that, these guys can be dangerous. And, and this is one of the, the things that, even though it's a small school as compared to Central, uh, they can. There's some really good athletes out here in Mount Pleasant, and uh, they are. Uh, they can be a really, really tough football team uh, if they, especially if they have some success early on. Kit Hartsfield is the, the Tiger coach, and he's in his first year. He's the former head coach at Blackman High School, a native of Lawrenceburg just down the way here. So he's gotten closer to home here at Mount Pleasant, established a good coaching staff, including two former Columbia Lion players, Tredarius Golf, who many people argue is one of the greatest Lion player in the history of the program, and Dre Hall, and then former Lion coach Howard Stone is on the coaching staff. The Tigers returned 15 of 22 starters from a year ago. Only four seniors, I think, on the team, but they've already tripled their wins from last year's record of one and eight now at three and two. So, uh, you know, they're, they're looking pretty strong, and I know they've got to feel pretty confident, especially given the hype that's been pushed around on this ball game. Yeah, that uh, when you when you go through a year like they did last year, you come out hungry this year. They, I'm sure that that was that was uh, used all all off season. As far as you know, we, we don't ever want to go through that again. We all, we don't ever want to go through that again. And and so these guys come out and they're hungry. Uh, they're tasting a little bit of success, and so their confidence is up. Uh, and again, they they've got a coach now that uh, has has uh, seemed to have tapped into their talent base and have gotten them organized. 
uh, a lot better. And so, uh, yeah, they're, they're tasting some success with some, uh, um, you know, with the uh, you know, even with some young guys. Now, like you said, only four seniors, real young team. No doubt. So, and our guys have got confidence from that win last week. And I was able to talk to a few of the players uh, prior to tonight's game. And uh, let's take a listen to hear what some of those folks, have, some of those players have to say about tonight's matchup. All right, and joining me now is uh, defensive end junior for the Lions is Levante Addison in L.A., as uh, you're referred to uh, by the teammates. What are you expecting tonight against Mount Pleasant? Um, I expect a win, you know, good, fought, hard win, you know. You know, I expect a game, you know, nothing much. Go out there and do our hardest, execute, and make no mistakes. That's what I expect. And obviously that came true for you last week. You guys had a total big team victory over Nolansville, and I know y'all were excited to get that win because of the, the region play, but, but it just seemed like everything kind of came together last week against a really good team, and you would kind of hope that that's going to just kind of continue on tonight as you play Mount Pleasant, right? Yeah, I mean, like last game they had us predicting, you know, losing or had Nolansville scoring a lot of points, so defense felt like, they need to show that they still have the same manpower as they did last year. So that's what they want to do this game and for all the games coming up, too. L.A., good luck tonight against Mount Pleasant. Thank you very much. We're joining with Antoine Moore here. And, Antoine, okay, you, you're taking on a team that nobody's seen around here in like 60 years, Mount Pleasant. What are your thoughts uh, playing Mount Pleasant tonight? I mean, shoot, it's the rumble in the jungle. I mean, they think hey, they think they want a piece of Columbia, shoot. Hey, I'm going to give it to them. Obviously, that's been your focus since you got back on the team. Uh, you're, sometimes you, you get a little too quick uh, when, when you're playing on that defensive end and you're wanting to anticipate the play, but that's just showing how much you really want to play this game, right, and try to make an impact on that defensive side of the ball, right? Yes, sir. So when that ball height, I'm just I'm ready to go. I love saying the quarterback. And obviously, it's going to be your chance to, tonight again, one more time. And you had a great game last week. I know y'all have had a, probably a good week of practice this week. I, I would say, right? And you're ready for this game tonight. Yes, sir. I mean, we had a good week today. It was pretty good. Uh, Wednesday, it was pretty good too. We got to flew around a little bit, got the hidden, and I think we're ready. All right. Good luck tonight. Thank you. Appreciate it. And quarterback Luke Usselton here with me now as you get ready to take on uh, the Mount Pleasant Tigers. Luke, uh, I know y'all had a good game last week. I know you're riding high from, from that big victory, that region victory, but now you go outside to a team that maybe, you, I guess you're expected to win, but you still got to prove it and you still got to do it. So how's practice been this week to get you ready for this game tonight? It's been good. I just don't want a lot of our guys to get too cocky because they're going to roll in and try to beat us. But, I mean, I'm not going to let that happen. But some guys might have a big head about it, but we just have to do little things right and execute. So, yeah, talk about last week's performance. It was kind of a, a team a team victory. Everybody was involved, and you got things rolling uh, early, and that helped you throughout the rest of the game, right? Yes, sir. Uh, a lot of our guys were great last night. I know the line up front was doing great for me, and a lot of our uh, – running plays Caden had a great game just everybody had a great game and the defense wise was outstanding so you'd like to just see that kind of carry over week to week and that starts uh, that starts tonight right against Mount Pleasant a team that's not expected again 
You know, they're not expected to compete with you really necessarily on the same kind of level playing field, but you never know, and that's why you play these games. Yep, just got to roll in and get the job done. Coach Moore says it's a business trip, so that's how I'm handling it. All right, well, good luck tonight, Luke. Thank you. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. For the 75th year, Columbia Central Lions football plays on WKRM. Back to the booth, here's Lee Maddox. Welcome back, everyone, to Mount Pleasant High School in Mount Pleasant, Tennessee, where your Columbia Central Lions are getting ready to do battle with the Lions here at the top of the hour. We had the national anthem, and uh, you just heard from some of the Lion players and folks, uh, Terry... Coach Mike, I can't believe how many people are here. We've heard it all week, how many people were going to be here. But until you see it, uh, I mean, it's pretty amazing. I mean, both sides, both end zones are full of people. Both stands are full. And yet we're still seven minutes away from the top of the hour to uh, to get this game in. So it's pretty neat, uh, pretty neat atmosphere here. Yeah, they've... Uh They've been waiting a long time to actually get to play this game. Obviously, uh, over sixty, you know, close to sixty years and stuff like that. But uh, it's uh, as, as uh, Mayor Mulder uh, mentioned, it's a neighborhood rivalry. A lot of these kids knew each other, you know, know each other from uh, playing little league ball, playing uh, little league football, and, and stuff like that. They played together. They played against each other, and now they're playing for bragging rights. And uh, I don't, you know, again, records are important, but. You can also throw those out when this when this game gets gets played. I know it was uh, we we had obviously big big Lou on our morning show. Yeah. And somebody asked him, they say, "Well, you probably got a lot of friends in Mount Pleasant." He goes, "Not tonight." <laughs> classic <laughs> classic line, uh, and that's what it is. It's, this is a like Coach Moore said. This is a business trip. You got to come out here and play. It don't matter how good you are if you don't execute. You don't cut down on mistakes. Uh, that game can get away from you in a, in a hurry. So. Like I said, Mount Pleasant's got some very talented young men. Uh, their roster is a little sl- obviously smaller than Columbia's, so I think uh, maybe you know wearing out through the game could be a, an issue for them. But uh, I expect a good game, and uh, I'm excited. I tell you, I, I can't believe how many people are here, both sides, both end zones. The Columbia band is across the way. I mean, we got food trucks here. You got everything yeah. you can think of. <laughs> It's been a great event, and uh, let's go, Lions. Hey, and they're actually playing for a trophy tonight. You beautiful, know, uh, beautiful trophy. A, a really neat trophy that the U.S. Army is sponsoring, and and uh, and they're going to give a defensive player and an offensive player award away tonight after the game. So, And uh, the mayors uh, are going to be involved in the coin toss here in just a moment. Both both sides, uh, their captains are, are lined up, ready to meet each other at midfield to do this coin toss. And uh, uh, we'll we, uh, we'll get started here in a moment. But first off, let's uh, we we have a chance each week to visit with head coach John Moore, and uh, let's see what Coach Moore's thoughts are on tonight's game. Wondering what Coach Moore has to say about tonight's game? Let's check in with Lee Maddox, who sits down with the coach. 
joining with head coach John Moore. Coach Moore, uh, I know it's probably been a, 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 a pretty good week of practice, at least for the mindset, after coming off that big victory last week against Nolansville to now go up 2-0 and in the region. I know that had to make you happy, and I know talking to you after the game and, and, and the players, everybody was kind of happy because it was a true team victory that you all got last week, and I, you would hope that's kind of bled over into practice this week to get you ready for Mount Pleasant tonight. Oh, I agree totally. Uh, anytime you win, like we did, and, and and we almost played, you know, a four quarters of, of good football, you know, it, it, it always helps. Everybody's happy. So this week in practice, it kind of showed that, or what's it been like for for you for the coaches and your players this week in practice? Yeah, it's been it's it's been positive, and uh, we we've been working hard, and we're just you know focused on on the things that we need to improve on. And I know you know you're playing a team that uh, Columbia hasn't faced in 60 years. They're a two A school. You're a five A school. So on paper, you would look at this like this this is a no brainer. It's going to be a blowout win, blowout victory for Columbia, but. You, you know as well as uh, anybody else <laughs> that you can't always look at it that way. But, I mean, of course, that's the outcome you would like to have, but there's a reason why you play these the, the football game. We're, we just – obviously, we want to win the game. Now, how much, I, you know, I, sh- sure, I'd love it if we w- could, you know, get a big win, but we're, we're just focused on executing our plan that we have. And if we do that – the result will take care of itself. There's been a lot of hype over this game from, you know, of course it's uh, in-county kind of uh, inter-county rivalry uh, that hasn't been renewed. And I I know that's got to play on some of the minds of your players and even your coaches, but, but you got to throw that away. And like you said, you got to execute the plays that, that when the play's called, you run that play and it's got to be all 11 players doing that, doing that call. Right. Well, I'm I'm glad that we're we're playing this game. You know, we we have to find five non-region games, and and that's not really easy. And we've got one here that's close, and you know, there's a lot of excitement for it. So, you know, I'm I'm throwing out the size of our school and the size of their school. You know, it's just we got two teams competing, trying to get a victory, and that's what we're focused on. Coach, good luck tonight against Mount Pleasant. Best of luck in what the team's going to be able to do tonight. Go Lions! And there you have it from head coach John Moore as uh, he gets gets the Lions prepared to come out on the field. And uh, the, uh, the the U.S. Army, they've got a Humvee out running around the field. They're just really hyping this thing. Both mayors have just participated as honorary captains for uh, the game tonight. And the coin toss, I'm not sure, Terry, who won that. But Columbia is going to receive the opening kickoff and will go on offense first. So Columbia won the toss and elected to receive, which I thought they would. And so the, the crowd is really getting getting big. There are everybody's on their feet on both sides of the of all of every side of this stadium has got people. I heard uh, our folks uh, in, on radio next door here that are doing the for Mount Pleasant. They, they said they haven't seen a crowd like this in a long, long time. Yeah, we, uh, like I said, I, I used to coach here you know, about, about 10 years ago, and it was, this was as big a crowd as we ever saw, even during our big playoff runs and stuff like that. So, yeah, this is this is a lot of excitement cranked up, and uh, 
Let's let's have some fun tonight. Yeah, there come the Columbia Central Lions racing out onto the field as the, the cheerleaders have uh, are kind of leading their way through there and the, uh, the crowd is really standing up and cheering on the far side there. We're on the press box side, the home field side tonight with the call of the game. Waiting on the, here come the Mount Pleasant Tigers so you'll hear a big noise as they come out on the field as well. And it's really kind of hard to, hard to hear each other because of the pitch of, the, of how many people are here and how many people are cheering and standing and enjoying this atmosphere. And man, you know, speaking of the atmosphere, guys, there couldn't be a better temperature, a better night to play football. Oh, it's beautiful. It's be it is football weather. Uh, finally, you know. Uh, we're, we're sitting at about, about 50, 68, 68 60, degrees. 68 in that moment. It'll be down in the 50s yep. before the end of the night and stuff. Uh, this is kind of, you know, it's it's cool enough not to get real bad and, and still warm enough that it's not cold out there for them. So. Well, Max Patton brings out his team, the kicker for the Lions. He brings out his team to uh, get ready for the kickoff as uh, the, the junior kicker for the Lions has had a had a great year. Say, we are receiving. We are. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Yes, sir. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. So back deep is is uh, Q Martin wearing a new jersey tonight. So we're gonna have to keep up with that. He's wearing number 13 jersey. He was wearing number six, but we will we will recognize him when he takes off running. And uh, he's joined back there with Adrian Hidalgo as uh, the setbacks here. They're standing at about their five yard line, the six yard line, waiting on the kick from Mount Pleasant kicker Jackson Collier. And here we go, we are kicking off right now. There's the kick and it's gonna go through the end zone for a touchback. So the Lions will take over uh, for their opening possession here of the rumble in the jungle at the 20 yard line where it'll be first and 10 for the Lions. So guys, what do you expect here? Just kind of the same thing what we kind of established last week in that run game, right, Coach? Yeah, that's what we, we've got to establish that right offhand. I expect to see as, as uh, jacked up as, as Mount Pleasant is and stuff like that, it can be tough sledding here for a couple of series, but we just need to keep leaning on them and making them chase us and establish ourselves off tackle, and we're going to be in good shape. Here's that wing T formation, Jordan Davis and Q Martin and Caden McCoy, and they're going to give it first to Jordan Davis around the right side. He's looking for room, and he's got it. He's at the 30. He's at the 40. He's at midfield before he's knocked out of bounds on the far side of the line and crosses midfield before he goes out of bounds. That's Jordan Davis, the sophomore, as he takes that pitch sweep around the right side of that Lion offensive line. Perfect start for what they wanted to establish here, just an off tackle. Uh, Kind of a wide off tackle play, like you said, a pitch sweep. Uh, didn't try to get outside, ran up into a seam and got up in the sideline and, and got a great, great move. Uh, what was it, 20 some yards? Yeah, and he went out of bounds a lot sooner than what yeah. I had thought. He's at the 44 yard line of Columbia, but it's first and 10. Here's the set. Going to give it to McCoy right at the middle. He's got room and he trips and falls across midfield into. Tiger territory where he picks up a quick seven yards on that handoff right up the middle with Caden McCoy, the sophomore. So it'll be second and three at the Tiger 49-yard line. Yeah, the Tigers are very, very conscious of our outside game. And so uh, to, to bring that guy in motion, it, it, it grabs the attention of the outside people and we can run off the edge right off the tackle there. That's usually a pretty big gap. Well, second and three at the 49 of the Tigers. 
The wing T formation. Luke Usselton at quarterback. There goes Davis. He's going to get the ball to the right side, that same play. He's looking for room and not much there this time. No game for the play as the Tigers, as the Tigers kind of spread that line down and uh, make the tackle for no game. Third and three. A crucial third and three right here already in the game. Yeah, there, there wasn't much uh, misdirection with that at all, and, and the Tigers were able to flow to the ball real quickly. Now, expect some kind of misdirection or play action on this. Bubba Perkins limping off to the sideline, the receiver for the Lions. Not sure what happened to him, but looked like an ankle or knee injury, but he helped himself off the field. So here's the wing T formation. There's Davis in motion. Going to give it to McCoy up the middle. He's looking to get the first down. He's not going to make it. He's not going to make it. He picked up a yard. And uh, they were the Mount Pleasant Tigers were right there. Uh, Bennett Hughes makes the tackle from his linebacker position. So the Lions got a decision here. Looks like they're going to go for it. It's fourth and one at the 47-yard line of, Boys, make, of the Tigers. Making a critical decision early here. Maybe try to draw them off, and now there's going to be a whistle. Probably somebody going to call a timeout. Not sure no, the, the scoreboard went out. Scoreboard just fuzzed out. Okay. All this, all these people here, no telling what's going on, but they're going to kind of, they pushed all both teams to the sideline. Now the, now the scoreboard came back up. Um, so hopefully they've got that underway, and we're standing right next door to the, the gentleman that runs the clock here for uh, the Mount Pleasant Tigers. Is, is there a name of this stadium? Is there a name, Coach? Are you... Just, you know. It was the jungle <laughs> while I was here. <laughs> that's why we, and that's we why use that the, theme. And that's why it's the rumble in the jungle right here. So they've got the play clock going. It's running at 9 minutes, 35 seconds to go. A huge, a huge fourth down for the Lions. And Usselton going to take the quarterback sneak. And what did he do? He's still on his feet across the 40, almost to the 35 before they bring him down. So... 10 yards on that quarterback sneak right up the middle, right on the center, Lewis Maddox. That's uh, that's where we took advantage of our size superiority there. We literally just bulldozed them down the field. Wow. <laughs> I won't question that call again. Uh, I would have thought maybe they might have tried to punt that right there, but I should know better. I should know better. First and 10. Now the ball spotted at the Tiger 36-yard line for the Lions. Usselton under center. Here goes McCoy right up the middle. He's got five yards right away. Up to the crosses the 30-yard line or right there. They're going to mark him down right at the 30. So a pickup of seven on the play or six maybe. It's going to be second and four for the Lions at the 30, the Tiger 30-yard line. Yeah, Mount Pleasant's defense is, is very, very quick, and uh, Coach Moore is taking advantage of that by giving a lot of misdirection, and they're he making them hesitate, stay still just long enough for our blockers to get to them. And, guys, I don't see a play clock on the field, so it's going to be hard for us to know about that play clock, but Luke Usselton's got his team to the line in the wing T formation. Here comes a – oh, there's a whistle, a quick whistle right before he gives it to Q Martin, a legal procedure for a false start on the, on the Lions. That's going to back us up five. That's going to make it second. And about eight, a long nine, or right at nine yards, second and nine. They'll put it back at the 35 of the Tigers. 
clock stops. Now it's back running eight minutes, 15 seconds to go here in this first quarter. This is the opening possession of the ball game for the Lions. Had a good drive so far from their 20. They're down to the Tiger 35. Facing now second and nine. Here's Usselton under center. Wing T formation. He's going to give it to Davis around the right side. He's following blockers. He's got some room. He picks up about the five back, maybe a little more. He crosses the 30. He's down to the 27-yard line where it's going to make it third and short now for the Lions. Let's see exactly where they mark it. He's closer to that first down than I thought. It's going to be third and one for, for the Lions. Looks like Coach Moore's found something on uh, Columbia's right side, uh, Mount Pleasant's left side, and uh, is taking advantage of... Uh, of that uh, superiority uh, of our size superiority or, or something like that. But he's had good success off the left edge. Seeing Bubba Perkins back in the lineup, that's good to see. So Usselton takes the quarterback sneak again. He's got the first down and then some. He's still on his feet. They hadn't brought him down. There should be a whistle to stop that play before it got into all of that. But, uh, but anyway, first down for the Lions at the 25-yard line is where they're going to spot this ball as uh, they'll stop the clock momentarily to get the chain set for the first down marker. And now it starts back there at first and 10 at the Tiger 25-yard line. No that, score yet. We're just underway here at the rumble in the jungle. That almost was a, like a dead play. He, he got ahead of the lineman on that, uh, what we call, used to call the dead play, where the only one moving to be the quarterback and just kind of sneak by people at times. So here's Usselton now under center. He's going to give it. Oh, a reverse to Jordan Davis, and he's got room around the right side. He's got the first down, down to inside the 15-yard line, closer to the 10-yard line before they take him out of bounds. So that's going to be another first down for the Lions as they're knocking on the door here in this early going on this opening possession. I guess they're going to stop him at the 13. They'll mark it now at the 13-yard line of the Tigers where it will be first and 10. We'll get a, can get a first and goal inside the five, but hopefully we'll just get a touchdown, not have to worry about that, right, Terry? That, that's correct. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to throw it if you can run like this. That's right. Here's Usselton, the wing T formation. He's going to give it to McCoy right up the middle. McCoy's got room. He's across inside the five-yard line, down to the, about the three or the four. Uh, it looks like at the three is where they're going to spot it, so that's going to be probably enough for the first and goal. Let's see what they're going to call. Maybe a yard short, so it's going to be second and one for the Lions knocking on the door right here at the three-yard line. Yeah, with all the misdirection, Coach Moore has made it to where Mount Pleasant's quickness on defense gets eliminated just a, just a half step, which is enough for our, for our linemen to get, get into the second level with these linebackers. Half the quarter gone already so far on this opening drive. Under six minutes now to go as Luke Usselton brings his team to the line under center. There's the snap. Going to give to McCoy. McCoy looking to get into the end zone. Is he there? Touchdown, Columbia. Columbia on the board first with Caden McCoy. Just a handoff dive on the right side right behind Tylen Orr and and uh, Cameron Bratton on the right side of that Lion offensive line. That was just a drive full of body blows. Just a gut punch and drive off tackle, off tackle, counter sweeps and stuff like that. Just pushed it down the field and established their line of scrimmage superiority. And now Max Patton is on the field to, for the extra point attempt. Perry Bowman the holder. There's the snap. There's the set. The kick. And the kick is good. So with timeout on the field, five minutes, 44 seconds to go in the first quarter. 
here at the Mount at the Rumble in the Jungle. The Lions go on top, seven to nothing. And we're going to take a quick commercial break. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football and the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. Welcome back to Mount Pleasant High School as the Columbia Lions go on top seven to nothing over the Mount Pleasant Tigers. And uh, Max Patton tees up the ball at his own 40-yard line, set to kick off uh, to the, the Tigers. And back deep for the Tigers is Demarcus Brown, a very dangerous running back. He is set at his, about his seven-yard line, awaiting the kick from Max Patton. And there's the whistle. Max Patton approaches. There's the kick. A good deep kick. And uh, not going to be Brown. It's going to be another up back. He's going to take it at the 15. He's got room. He's across the 30. He's at the 15. He's going to go all the way. They're not going to catch him. They're not going to catch him all the way for a Mount Pleasant touchdown goes Davian Meza. Flag on the play. And there's a flag. Where? I don't see it, Terry. It must have been after the play. It was. It's after celebration, probably. So, wow. Just like that, Mount Pleasant answers with an 85-yard kickoff return. Let's see what the flag is. I'm sure it's going to be excessive celebration. The flag thrown at the 23 box. the call from the referee unsportsmanlike conduct against Mount Pleasant now what do they do here they move them back or you do it on the kick I think, or it, I think the coaches get the option of whether they do it on the extra point or on the kick if I remember right so yeah number 21 Davian Meza was the the up back the sophomore for the Tigers who took that ball 85 yards uh, unbelievable he just went right up the left side and right up the middle he caught the ball at about his 15 on this near side and then just cut across field and he was basically untouched all the way down I'm not sure just the breakdown on the kick cover yeah we had uh, some people drifted out of our lanes trying to get around blockers and open it up too much. And there's the extra point, and it is good. So with five minutes, 21 seconds to go, a new score. We're all tied at seven here at the Rumble in the Jungle. So we'll take a quick timeout and come back 
and tell you you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. One-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. For the 75th year, Columbia Central Lions football plays on WKRM. Welcome back to Mount Pleasant High School. Just like that, we're all tied up at 7-all. Terry, you've got scoring summaries from two drives. First the Columbia drive and then Mount Pleasant. Your Columbia went 80 yards in 11 plays in 6 minutes, 16 seconds, ending it with the 3-yard McCoy TD run. The kick was good uh, at 544 mark. A 7-0 Columbia lead, and then Mount Pleasant took the kick off 85 yards. Mr. Mesa in 23 seconds. Kick was good. With 5.21 to go in the first quarter, we are tied 7-7. And that unsportsmanlike penalty backs Mount Pleasant up to their own 25-yard line to kick off, and here's the kick. And it's going to be a fairly short kick. Adrian Hidalgo picks it up at a 21-yard line. He's at the 30, the 35. No block in the back there. He's at the 40, crosses the 50. He's still on his feet. There's, There's a flag. flag. There's a flag. We're going to get an illegal block. But a good run back for Adrian Hidalgo. There's a second, There's a second flag there on the sideline after the play as well. Let's see what that's going to be. They've got the ball spotted at the Tiger 40. And now, yeah, the 47-yard line is where he was knocked out of bounds, I guess. So let's, the referees are talking over the two flags on the play. We'll see what they come up with. Uh, we know it's probably going to be one of them on Columbia. Yeah, the first flag would look like an illegal block, whether it was an illegal, uh, what it's called an illegal crackback officially. At least that's what I thought I saw on that, uh, where young man was coming and our guy was turning back towards our goal. He's uh, He can't hit him anymore like that. Used to be, <laughs> those blindside blocks used to be, Things that we used to award, we can't play those, can't use those anymore. On the sideline, evidently there was a little bit of extracurricular uh, jawing or something like that going on. So Here's we'll see that. Holding illegal, illegal no, block. That's illegal block. Yeah, illegal, illegal block. That's all it's called. Same call. One one flag. So that's going right. to back up the lines. Man, they're backing them up a lot further than I would have thought. But it personal goes from foul. The spot oh, the okay. Foul. No, they, they marked off both penalties. There's personal foul after the play as well. All the way back to the 25-yard line is where the Lions will take over first and 10 on their second possession of the night. So let's see if they can uh, overcome those two penalties, even though it's still kind of good field position. They started at the 20 on the first drive. We're at the 25 here. First and 10. Five minutes, nine seconds to go in the first quarter. All tied up. Seven to seven. And hand off to McCoy right up the middle. And he's looking for room. He's got about four on the play before he's finally brought down by a host of Tigers. The 29-yard line. So it'll be second and six for the Lions. Looks like we can still push our way through. Uh, again, there's still something on the on the 
on Mount Pleasant's left side that he's going to try to exploit and take advantage of, it looks like. So here's Luke Osselton. His team to the line under center. He's going to give it to McCoy. McCoy looking for room. Gets hit right at the line of scrimmage. Gets hit in the backfield and had to adjust his step. Actually, that's not McCoy. That's Ryan Patterson who took that play. That was Ryan Patterson running the ball right there. So, uh, Patterson, no gain on the play. So, it's going to be third and six. So, a huge, crucial play for the, for the Lions right here. This is the Ryan Patterson in the backfield with Tate McCoy and Q Martin over on this wing back side. Bubba Perkins split out to the far right. Musselton under center. Fakes to Patterson. He rolls out to the right. There's the throw to Caden McCoy. He's got the first down across the 40, across the 50, and finally knocked out of bounds right at midfield, it looks like. Or no, they're going to call him out at the 44-yard line of the Lions is where he'll go out of bounds, but not before he picks up a first down for the Lions. A crucial conversion on third down and long right there for the Lions. Just a basic bootleg pass out of the wing of uh, uh, the old-fashioned wing tee formation and had the drag man coming across uh, wide open. So now Luke Osselton under center, first and ten at the 44-yard line of the Lions. Oh, there was movement. Movement on the left side of the Lion line. Uh, that's going to back us up five, so it'll be first and 15 for the Lions. Three minutes, 39 seconds to go here in this first quarter. The second possession for the Lions. They took the opening kickoff, went 80 yards right down the field to score, took over half the quarter of the clock. and uh, But then on the ensuing kickoff, the Tigers take it all the way back. So things can happen quick here. So we, we need to establish and get on down the field and get us another seven right here. Here's Usselton under center. First and 15. He's going to pitch it back to McCoy. McCoy coming around the left side, and he's going to get caught. And uh, he finally gets pulled down. He gets about three on the play. And he is tackled by Uriah Archibald. Yeah, again, we're seeing, we're seeing the athleticism of Mount Pleasant right here, especially on that kickoff return. But right there, uh, this... Uh, the, the defender, the safety, ducked under the block. We should be able to outrun that, and he was able to catch him from behind and pull him down. Second and 12, ball spotted at the Lion 42-yard line. Lions up to the line of scrimmage. Usselton under center, the wing T formation. And now Ryan Patterson shifts into the backfield with Christian Biggers. Now there's a lot of shifting. Well, as long as we get set. No, 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 that's not. As long as we get set, we're all right. Yeah, they were going to call a procedure. Yeah, with two men moving at once, I was. But they had the opportunity to get set again, unless one of our linemen picked up, picked their hand up off the ground. I don't believe that happened. I think they just saw those both movements, and Q Martin wasn't supposed to move, I think, and and uh, he tried to reset himself. But now second and 17 for the Lions. There goes. Now what are you calling now? He what? can do that. He has a chance to go in motion. Are you kidding me? They're going to call another procedure as Jace, Jace Hope goes into motion. Okay, it looks like what they're calling is that Jace did not establish himself in position before he shifted. He's going to have to wait just another count 
before he goes and, and shifts. What what Central's trying to do is change the power or change the strength of the formation by shifting the tight end across the formation. And he what he's got to do is establish himself first and then shift over. He's just getting in a little bit of a hurry to make that shift. I still think that's a little picky. It is. It, it's it's kind of a touchy play. Call touchy, touchy call. But uh, they actually saw that call called a lot last year in the state championship against Summit had had the same issue where their their wing back would, would not get himself set. Second and 22 as the Lions take their first time out of the first first half and we'll just stay right here with it. Uh, um, as long as we let them stay in this thing. That's just not a good thing. So hopefully we can convert on some kind of play, but a long way to go. Second and 22 for the Lions. We just got to be careful by getting crazy here and trying to do something really long and, and giving them a cheap turnover. Uh, again, we've got we've got the size advantage on the front. We just need to take advantage of it. Uh, I think they have a, a quickness advantage as far as their defensive backfield. If we can get hand, if we can get uh, pads on them, we can we can manipulate or we can uh, control them. But we got to get pads on them first. Not sure where Caden McCoy is. Ryan Patterson's been in for this whole series this time. Now he's he's joined in the backfield there with Christian Biggers. Q Martin lined up to the far left. A, a tight two tight ends set here now for the Lions. Let's see what they have planned. Luke Usselton under center. And he's going to reverse it. And there goes the ball on the ground. Ball's on the ground. And the Tigers are recovered at the 29-yard line. They were trying to do a reverse. It started with Christian Biggers. He gives it to Q Martin. Q really never got a handle of the ball. And that ball started bouncing all over the ground. And I didn't see who picked it up by the Tigers, but they're in business at the 30-yard line of the Lions, first and 10 with two minutes and eight seconds to go here in this first quarter. Defense okay. has got to come up strong. We haven't even seen the defense yeah, play yet. Defense has got to step up and do a sudden change stop here. Nick Brown, the quarterback, and he's looking to throw. He's got a man across the middle, but incomplete, trying to reach Jeffrey Williamson. Uh, but incomplete, he was all alone. And looked like looked like Nick Brown was going to try that option play, which is what they do quite a bit, because they run that just that regular option uh, play from him and uh, his running backs on to either side. But that ball falls incomplete right there. Well-designed play. He had his receiver wide open. Stephen Cooper is on the left hip of Nick Brown at quarterback, second and 10 at the Lion 30-yard line. Going to give it to Cooper right up the right side. He's got room. Watson, Watson Harvey finally brings him down as he gets. Well, now they're going to spot him at the 27-yard line. Excuse me, the 28-yard line. So it's going to make it third and about three to go for the Tigers for the first down. Ball spotted at the 23. 
Clock runs at one minute, 38 seconds to go here in the first quarter. All tied seven to seven as uh, the Tigers of Mount Pleasant trying to take advantage of this turnover. Going to give it to Cooper on the right side, but he's met strong by Jaravius Hall. And I'm not sure, but he's going to lose a yard on there. Jace Hove both combined on that tackle to stop Cooper behind the line of scrimmage. Jace Hove probably made that play right there. He saw the trap coming and literally attacked the blocker and made a huge pile. The runner, the runner had no place to go, and that, that allowed Pursuit to get to the play. Jaravius Hall, the freshman. Fourth down. Fourth and four for the Tigers. They're going right here. We've got to have a big stop for the Lions. And there's the snap. There's a flag. Or going to stop play here. Procedure against the Tigers. So that's going to back them up five. It'll be fourth and nine now for them. Big Brown kind of limping there, the quarterback for the Tigers a little bit. Maybe not. I'm just maybe seeing something different. But they're going to bring in to try to kick a field goal here. As uh, That's Jackson Collier, the junior kicker for the Tigers. He will set up at the 36-yard line. That's going to be a 46-yard field goal attempt. Watching the warm-up. It's, it's in his range watching him in warm-up. Don't need an offsides. Now they're going to shift to try to run the ball. Ah, uh, we crossed. Flag. Who crossed? Who crossed? We crossed Offside the line. Columbia. Number 50. Stood up kidding and me? walked across. Offside. Oh, my gosh. So now it takes you back to fourth and four. And they're going to bring their offense back on the field. But it looked like they were just trying to do what exactly just what they did to try to draw us off. And I guess it worked. Not sure why. We yeah, our jump. defensive tackle relaxed. He didn't get he didn't get pulled. He relaxed and stood up and thought the play was over and just stepped across the line, stepped into the neutral zone. So the quarter is quickly going down. We're going to get the playoff or not? No, they're not going to get it off. They're going to wait. And there's the end of the first quarter. So unless there's a, another whistle, yeah, they're going to end the quarter right there as uh, the Tigers are facing a fourth and four. At the 24-yard line of the line. So, I've been a good first quarter, guys. We're tied up 7-7, seven to seven, and we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. At CSH, we know the sport of football builds discipline, character, and work ethic. Three common characteristics of winners. It's a sport where we drowns out me. Leadership is nurtured, and that's why CSH supports all Murray County football teams and want to say a special thanks and good luck to every player, coach, volunteer, and parent of this year's teams from youth programs, middle schools, and high schools. We know football builds men that make a difference. Let's go. This is J.P. Plant with TriStar Sports Radio. As I travel around southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama covering local and regional sports, sometimes both me and my car need a bit of refueling. Fortunately, there's always a Quick Mart convenience store nearby. Whether it's filling up with a cup of joe or grabbing a chicken tender sandwich with all the fixes. Yep, Quick Mart convenience stores gets me and my car to the next event. Stop in on your next road trip. Quick Mart convenience stores proudly serving Shell Gasoline. 
And welcome back to the second quarter play here. The Rumble in the Jungle all tied up 7-all here at Mount Pleasant High School as the Columbia Lions trying to hold them here fourth and four as they switch sides of the field now at the 24-yard line. There's a snap. Brown, Brown takes the ball, and he's going to get close to the first down. I'm not sure that he got it, guys. I don't think he got it. It depends on the spot. I'd say that may be one of those right foot, left foot spots to, is whether or not he got it. I'm not sure he got it. Let's just see. I think he's short by a yard. I think he's short. Turnover on downs. Columbia, Columbia holds. Great job. I couldn't see make out who made that tackle as Nick Brown, the quarterback for Mount Pleasant, just took the ball as a wildcat kind of play and just went off the right, went around the right side of the line towards the Columbia bench. But he was hit by a couple of lines and did not make the first down. So it turns over on downs. We'll get the ball at our own 20-yard line now for our third possession. Let's see what we can do here. Defense did a real good job there of, of that sudden change and holding and uh, holding the line for him After that turnover. So we don't need any more turnovers. There goes Q Martin in motion. Going to give to – no, fake to Q. Throwing to Caden McCoy around the left side, around the right side. He's got room. He's at the 40, at the 50. He's at the 40. It gets knocked out. No, he's still on yeah. his feet. Yeah, he's they, going all the way in there. No flags. Yeah, they, oh, they're going to call him out of bounds. bounds. Yeah, he, he, he did step out of bounds there. It's oh, about 28. Doggone it. it. I thought he had that one. But still, fantastic play for Caden McCoy. I was worried where he was on that last series, but he sure showed up in a big way there as uh, Luke Usselton faked to Q Martin on the jet sweep, and he rolls out to his right and finds Caden McCoy cutting across the midfield, and he just takes off down the sideline here. Again, Coach Moore taking advantage of Mount Pleasant's defensive quickness and their uh, tendency to jump at the first motion. Uh, did a bootleg pass right there, caught uh, caught our back out of the backfield in a little out route, and he was off to the races. That's it. That's that same play they've had success with. They had success with that last week, and they've had really success with that play all year to go into Caden McCoy. Now Christian Biggers in the back, the lone back in the backfield behind Luke Osselton under center. Here goes Q Martin. He's going to get the ball around the left side, and he's got nowhere to go as he gets bottled up by. Archibald again is he's going to lose about four yards on the play goes Q Martin actually they're going to call him more than that about six yard loss on the play yeah so the outside linebacker it, oh, go ahead go ahead no so the outside linebacker blitzed up inside the wing there and our wing wasn't able to step down and get and cut him off in time second and 15 they'll call it as they'll spot it at the 33 yard line of the Tigers Luke Usselton brings the team up to the line of scrimmage Need a big play here. Musselton fakes to Davis. He's being chased out of the pocket. Now he finds a man. No, he tries to reach Christian Biggers cutting across the, the outs, the, the left side of the numbers there and just ball, ball short. So it's going to be third and 15. Huge play now for the Lions. Kind of out of range, I'm thinking, right here of Max yeah. Patton. So... We're kind of in that, again, in that no-man's land where it's almost too short to punt but too far to kick. But Let's just need, make a first get, down right Yeah, here. we need to get at least half this yardage back to give us a realistic shot on fourth down, if not make the first down. That wing T formation, Luke Usselton under center, Caden McCoy 
The lone setback. Fake to Q Martin. And Luke Hustleton is going to be sacked. That should have been a penalty right there. Uh, the tackle, a little excessive force, but he's going to lose a lot on that play, and that's going to bring in Max Patton to punt. Actually, the loss was big enough. Now it puts us back into a situation where we need to punt. Fourth and 22 for the Lions. So after picking up a great a great run there by Caden McCoy down into Tiger territory, they're going backwards now. And Max Patton standing basically at the 49-yard line of the the Tigers to ready to receive this punt. There's the snap, and there's the kick. And that ball is going to go down. Uh, they're going to mark it down at about the 10. It'll be marked at the 10 where we touched it first time. No, oh, they're going to put wow. it at the 5. Thank goodness. They didn't wow. see him touch it. <laughs> they didn't see him touch it, so it's going to – no, now he's moving uh, it. Yeah, now he moved it up. <laughs> so are we just guessing where it goes? Is that what he's doing? We did okay. have a player touch it at the 10-yard line. It. I know so. it, but uh, I didn't see this referee ever make <laughs> – he didn't ever make the call as to where it goes. Another referee came in and put it at the 11-yard line is where the Tigers will take over first and 10. Ten minutes and four seconds to go here in the second quarter. All tied, seven all here at the Rumble in the jungle. Oh, there's some movement on the right side. Not sure who that's going to be. The left side of that offensive line moved. Yep, that's what they're going to call as Malik Smith made contact, but he was drawn off for sure, so that backs him up five yards down to the five-yard line. Actually, we got, we got lucky there. The referee uh, overruled because the side judge over here called it on us. Yeah, but that was they clearly moved. That's why Malik yeah. jumped. First and 15 for the Tigers at their own five-yard line. And they did draw Malik Smith offsides that time. So they're going to pick up their five yards again. Doggone it. Come on, guys. Watch the ball. Watch the ball. So we're back to first and ten again at the 11. Watch the ball. <laughs> they, yeah. they took Malik out right there, bringing in Levante Addison to take his place at defensive end here. Just a little too a anxious to make a play there. They looked like they moved, but they're not going to call it. And there's the running back, Cooper, and he gets met right at the line of scrimmage by a host or a pride of lines as Watson Harvey makes the takedown for really, they'll give him a yard maybe. He got a yard, so it's going to be second and nine from the 12. Front did a good job tying up the, the, the line of scrimmage blockers and uh, gave the, free, uh, the inside linebacker free run to the ball. Tristan Harden into that defensive front along with uh, Mike Johnson, Antoine Moore, and Levante Addison. The front four as Nick Brown now. Oh, oh my gosh! Nick Antoine Moore almost picked off a pick six, but he knocks the ball down from Nick Brown as he was trying to throw it to one of his uh, receivers on the right side, a quick pass, and there was Antoine Moore right there, and he had it in his arms right at the three-yard line, and he could not hang on to it, so that's going to make it third and nine as that stops the clock now with nine minutes, 21 seconds to go here in this second quarter. We're all tied seven to seven here at Mount Pleasant High School. 
Columbia needs a big stop right here, guys, on third and long. Watson Harvey looking to blitz, but he backs up. As Nick Brown now looking for a screen pass, but and they make the completion, and he gets the first down, crosses the 20-yard line up to the 22, where it's going to be right at the first down marker by a yard. So first down, a good play there for the Tigers as uh, Brown connects to his receiver, cutting across the middle, Jeffrey Williamson. Yeah, the athleticism of the Mount Pleasant team is on full display here. There you are. They are flying around and, and making some good plays. If, uh, you know, the question is, can we keep up with them long enough to let our numbers, our number superiority take over? First and 10 for the Tigers at their own 22-yard line. Movement on, on uh, that had to be movement. On the now they're saying the Lions were offside. I didn't see that at all. I saw movement on the offensive line, but we, they didn't call that. We possibly were lined up offside. It's kind of hard to tell at this angle. So you can't just keep doing giving these guys these penalties. That's first and five now for the Tigers as they'll spot it at the 28 yard, their own 28 yard line. Started out at the five here, or the 10, I'm sorry, or their 11's where they started this drive. First and five now, clock at eight minutes, 35 seconds to go here in the second quarter. Here's Nick Brown backing up to pass. He's looking deep and he's gonna go down, sacked! That's Antoine Moore gets a hold of him and Jace Hoth, both of them on that from their defensive end positions as they just collapse that pocket around Nick Brown and he's gonna lose about eight on the play. They'll, uh, they'll back it up to the 20 yard line is where they'll have it now second and about 13 to go for their first for the Tigers at their own 20 yard line. Much a coverage sack as it was a rush sack right there. Had great coverage downfield. Let's do that again. Here's the snap. Going to hand it off right up the middle. And uh, Cooper gets about three yards on the play before Watson Harvey takes him down. Right there is just a little trap play right in the middle of the line of scrimmage. And maybe they picked up about three yards. I, I thought he might have got a little more than that. But good play there by Watson Harvey. Going to make it third and 10 from the Tiger 23-yard line. Clock runs at 7 minutes, 20 seconds to go here in the second quarter. All tied 7-7. Seven to seven. We need a turnover right here or at least a stop here on third down. Here's Nick Brown. The quarterback, there was holding and no call, and that is a turnover. Lincoln English interception at the 48-yard line of the Tigers. Great, great interception on behalf of the senior safety, Lincoln English. He was literally playing in center field. When the ball was snapped, he was between 15 and 20 yards back and then backpedaled, uh, giving credit to their speed, and he saw the quarterback look for his receiver and broke on the pass and made a great high point of the ball right at the at the point of the reception. Now we need a quick score. We need to score right now. We need to reestablish our dominance on the front, quit shooting ourselves in the foot with penalties. First and ten and turnovers. We don't need any yep. more turnovers. First and ten for the Lions. Going to give oh, a fake to Q, Q Martin. Now he's looking deep. Got Jace Hoth across midfield, down across the 30-yard line. 
Very nice pass and catch there by Luke Usselton to Jace Hoth, the tight end, as he cut across the middle and makes the first down and then some all the way down to the Tiger 28-yard line. Get all kinds of time to throw that one and you can step into it, make a good, strong throw. I bet you Caden McCoy is going to run this ball this time. I'm just guessing. He comes back to a pattern. Be yep. something off our right side here. Here's that wing T formation. Caden McCoy in the backfield. There goes Q Martin in motion. There goes Caden McCoy across the left side. He breaks one tackle. Breaks another tackle. He's across the 20. He's down to the 10. He's reaching for the end zone. He's there. Touchdown, Columbia. Wow, what a run by Caden McCoy. That was an outstanding play. What they did again, fake the sweep off of that, and they just gave him a a handoff off tackle with a little trap play off of that sweep. Uh, and, then, and then he just turned on the Jets, gave a pretty good stiff arm to the outside linebacker. Two of them. <laughs> two of them. He, he, he broke two tackles out yeah. there on his own, and then he was not going to be denied on that far sideline as he reaches into the end zone standing up. Here's the, the extra point attempt. There's the snap, the set, the kick, and it was good. Boy, a bobbled snap there, a low snap. But uh, Perry Bowman gets it set. Max Patton waits just patiently, just enough to kick that ball through the uprights. A new score here at the Mount, 14-7. to Your Columbia Central Lions go back on top with six minutes, 28 seconds to go. We'll take a quick break and tell you you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Hi, my name is Cody Goins. I'm a partner here at Roof Systems, Inc., formerly known as Davis Brothers Roofing. We still have the same great service and same great people. Roof Systems, Inc., we do commercial and residential roofing. No project is too large or too small. Education is key here for us at Davis Brothers Roofing. We want to make sure that every customer knows exactly what's going to happen from the time we start until the time we finish. When a homeowner replaces their roof, it's the largest expenditure that they'll ever have. That's why we hope you choose us at Roof Systems, Incorporated. Check us out at www.roofsystems-inc.com. And welcome back to Mount Pleasant High School as the Columbia Lions just went on top of the Mount Pleasant Tigers now 14 to 7 as uh, Max Patton makes the extra point attempt and he's uh, getting ready to kick off back here too. And you, you guys remember the last kickoff we had. So hopefully <laughs> we've got some different folks in here. I see Jay Frierson that's coming in to play uh, because this is going to be crucial here to not give up uh, another run back like they did before. I would not be surprised if he squid kicked this one Something, just, to, just yeah. to destroy the, the return. Again, that was Mesa that uh, took the kick, and here goes Max Patton. Let's see what he does. He's going to kick it to the far right side. And is there a flag? Yeah. We were offsides. So we're we were back about, up a, five about yards. a yard and a half ahead of the kick. Max Patton just kicked it up high and to the right side of the field he was not kicking it deep by any means it landed at about the 25 yard line so let's see if that's what he was aiming to do or or what but yeah it looks like he sides. was trying to find an open spot to drop it in there and then hopefully get a bad you know get a funny bounce with it or, or something like that uh, big thing is try not to let them catch the ball in the air that's why i was mentioned a while ago squib kick would, would not be surprised. Still wouldn't be surprised to see it again. Back deep is a big-time threat. Demarcus Brown, the uh, junior wide receiver and return man for the Tigers. 
He stands at his 15-yard line as Max Patton now ready to kick from his own 35. Here's the kick, and he's kicking deep, and it's going to be picked up by Williamson. And he's at the 30, and he's tackled by Adrian Hidalgo. A really nice tackle there uh, for Hidalgo to make the stop on Williamson as they'll spot it at the 30 three-yard line of the Tigers is where they'll take over first and ten. Terry, you've got the scoring drive summary. I, I sure do. Columbia went 48 yards in two plays, uh, 40 seconds off the clock, ended with a 28-yard run from McCoy. The kick was good, 14-7 to Columbia with 6.28 to play. Very good. So now let's play some defense. The Lions got a four-man front as Nick Brown at quarterback looking to the sideline for the play. He's in the shotgun formation. Keevan Cooper. Now, now they shift to the pistol position. Uh, there's movement everywhere and a fumble, but the whistle stops that play. It's got to be procedure. False start on the Tigers as they'll back them up five yards. It'll be first and 15 for the Tigers. Although they haven't been in up under center all night. It looked like that's what, how the centers tried to snap it. Yeah, yeah. Because that ball came out. But the whistle had already stopped it. So, Yes. So here we go. Our reset again. Ball now at the 28-yard line of the Tigers. First and 15. There was movement again, but they're not going to call it. As Cooper gets the ball, and he gets tackled by Joseph Whaley on the near side here as he picks up a pretty good pickup. Picks up at least the five yards that he lost on the penalty and then a couple more. So it's going to make it second and eight as they'll spot it at the 35-yard line of the Tigers. Clock runs now under six minutes to go here in this second quarter. It's 14-7. to Columbia leading here at the Rumble and the Jungle. Here's Nick Brown. He's going to hand it off again, and he's met in the backfield by a host of pride of lines. First off, by Mike Johnson hits him in the backfield just as soon as he gets the ball. So that's going to be a loss of two on the play. Third and uh, eight, we'll call it. Maybe they didn't. They, I guess he got back to the line of scrimmage. He got hit in the backfield, but he made it back to the line of scrimmage. No gain on that play. Great play by the defensive had, front had a little bit of a line stunt right there and they slanted into the gaps uh, to the right and we're able to catch able to almost almost take the inter the uh, handoff from the quarterback huge play here third and eight here's Nick Brown oh Lewis almost <laughs> knocked that ball down Lewis in at defensive end Lewis Maddoxson he pressured Nick Brown as he was trying to throw that ball down the, down the left sideline to no uh, to no avail, so that's going to bring up punting formation. Fourth and eight for the Tigers. A great job on the defense for the Lions as uh, hopefully they're going to get off the field here as uh, Collier sits back to punt as he's set to take it at his 23-yard line. Back deep, Q Martin, Adrian Hidalgo, and they are set up at their 25-yard line. There's the snap. Here's the punt. And a good punt this time. It takes a Columbia uh, Tiger bounce as it's going to roll down dead at the 22-yard line. That's where Columbia will take over first and 10 with four minutes, 54 seconds to go here in this 
first half of the play here at the Mount here in Mount Pleasant. Again, an unbelievable number of crowd, the amount of crowd here. Both end zones are, are completely full as you look around the stadium here. Uh, both sides, both sidelines are complete. The stands are full. Just been a great atmosphere, a great, a great event for both of these schools to participate in. First time they've played in 60 years. Here's Luke Usselton. Fakes it to Jordan Davis. Now looking to throw. He hits Caden McCoy on the left side. He's got room to run. There's it to 20. And the cross is the 30 and up into the 40-yard line before he's finally knocked out of bounds at the 41-yard line of Columbia. Looks like the coverage was pretty good on that throw. And he just, in a sense, what they call threw him open. He threw it out ahead of him and let him use his speed to break away from the guy covering him. First and 10 for the Lions. But he didn't go out of bounds because clock still runs. Four minutes, 35 seconds to go here. I'd like to get a quick score. Guys, we need a score right here. Every time we get the ball, we need to score. Here's that wing T formation. Jordan Davis and Q Martin and Caden McCoy. There goes Martin. There goes McCoy up the middle. And he got basically one tackle. He's crossed midfield. He's at the 40. No, he finally gets knocked out of bounds. I'm not sure where they're going to mark him. Out of bounds at the 44-yard line or the 43-yard line of the Tigers goes Caden McCoy. Uh, Terry, he's got quite a few yards here so far. We'll, we'll get more on that here shortly. But Caden McCoy has been doing providing quite a bit of a lot of the offense. He has 78 rushing yards with two TDs. Wow. Incredible. And uh, Coach Moore's doing what he wants, eating up the clock and setting themselves up to score with the, just a few minutes. <clears throat> Wing T formation for Luke Usselton. Q Martin in motion. Fake to him. Now Usselton rolls to his right, looking for a receiver. There's a flag on the play. And Usselton just takes it down and runs across down the right sideline all the way down to the 31-yard line. But again, holding on the Lions. That's going to back us up a good bit. Mm, mm, mm. Doggone it. Hate to see these penalties. Yeah. That backs them up way yeah, that on holding. the other side of uh, the Lion territory down to the 42-yard line is where they'll spot the ball now. It's going to make it first and a mile. Goodness gracious, first and 25. That holding occurred deep in our backfield. So More than that, that's like first and 30. Goodness gracious, we got to get all the way to the 32. There goes Christian Biggers, gets the handoff on the left side, looking for blocks. He picks up a few and finally brought down after a pickup of about 10 yards, close to 10 yards. Maybe not quite. He gets eight yards on that scamper around the left side, so that makes it a little more manageable, but still second and forever. Right ball spotted right at midfield. We got to get all the way to the 33 for the first down. Yeah, if we can avoid the penalties, we can stay on schedule with our running game. And we have one more penalty than first downs this game. Doggone it. Coach Moore will not be happy. I'm not happy. No. <laughs> Here goes Luke Olsen, right at midfield, second and 17. Q Martin in motion, fake to him. Now being pressured, he throws it. Interception. Intercepted by, by Mount Pleasant. He's still on his feet. Finally knocked out of bounds by Tylen Orr. I think he went out at midfield. Oh, 
Just got Sorry. a good throw by Luke Usselton there because he was being pressured a little bit, but Matthew Holden picks him off at about the 45-yard line and then returns it back, and there's a down player on the far yeah, side. That's a Mount Pleasant player that's down was, on the far side of the field. He was caught by a blindside hit, and it literally knocked his helmet off of him. So both teams are kind of backing off, and he is well into the bench side of the Columbia side, the far side of the field. And I'm not sure, but now they've got him up on his feet, and he's on. Looks like he's going to be okay. He's off on working his way. That's Jefferson, who, uh, Jeffrey Williamson, who was shaken up on the play, but he's coming, making his way here across the near side to the near side of the field, and looks like he's going to be okay. But another turnover for the Lions here in the second half, I mean in the second quarter here of tonight's game and unfortunate there, another turnover. That's the second turnover for the Lions. We let Mount Pleasant keep hanging around. They're going to start getting really, really tough down the road, down the line here. So they will get the ball at the, he was knocked out of bounds. Uh, Holden was knocked out of bounds at the 47 yard line is where they'll take over first and 10 with two minutes, 56 seconds to go here until halftime. Dadgummit, come on. Get us, we need a turnover. Defense needs to stop the momentum with the sudden change. Here's the snap. Nick Brown looking to throw. He's throwing deep. He's got a man there. And he just, that ball hit the ground. That ball hit the ground. Q Martin tried to reach up and knock that ball away while Dylan Northcutt was actually trying to reach the ball, and he juggled it around inside the 30-yard line. But they're saying incomplete, and I'll take their word for it. Yeah, he just got a fingernail on the ball and changed its flight just a little bit and was just enough. But he had him beat. That's yes, kind of concerning. Dylan Northcutt for the, the Tigers, a, did it. an extremely good football player who's had a great season already. I'm not Northcutt, I'm sorry. That's Demarcus Brown who he was trying to reach, a Brown to Brown, the Nick Brown to Demarcus Brown. There's two guys going in motion. Why don't they call a penalty there? I'm just kidding, Coach. Here's the, here's the snap. Going to get the Cooper, and Joseph Whaley makes a hit right at the line of scrimmage. Now, what are you going to oh. That's not a that's, What are you going to call there? Not sure that's on us. Well, it better not. He says face He's mask. Facing. There's no, no way that was a face mask. No. Are you he, had, he had his arms around the outside of his shoulders. There's no way that's a face mask. And the other two referees are saying, are you sure? because that's not a face mask. He had his back to him. He had his arms, that's what Joseph Whaley's trying to tell him. Personal foul, that's what they're gonna call that, it. There's no way, no no way that was a face mask. I mean, that was a clean hit. A clean hit, he had his arms wrapped, literally wrapped around his shoulders. There's no way he was close to the face mask. I don't and understand had him that. stopped right at the line of scrimmage. Stopped right at the line of scrimmage. Anyway, it gives them a first down now at the 32-yard line of Columbia. Goes Mount Pleasant. Two minutes, 35 seconds to go here in this first half. Here's Nick Brown. He's oh, that oh, ball's tipped up, up ball's there. And there it is. Lewis Bennett. He's got the interception. He's going all the way. It's He's going six. all the way. It's a touchdown, Columbia. Lewis Maddox, touchdown. Wow. 
Man, unbelievable pass I can rush. see who tipped that ball, but my goodness, he was all alone. The ball tipped up in the air for 20 yards in the air, and Lewis sitting right there for it, and he go, takes it to the house from the 45-yard line. Woo! Wow. Great, great pass rush there. They're trying to set up a screen. They got up in the quarterback's face, and he literally threw it off of the guy's helmet. I think yeah. it hit the guy's helmet and bounced up about 15 feet in the air, and uh, Lewis saw it and was able to make a break for it, caught it in stride. And now Lewis has got <laughs> and he's got to settle down and set. And he's got to snap the ball. <laughs> and now they bring in Cameron Bratton to snap the ball because Lewis is on the sideline. They're going to call timeout. Yeah, or now they got to delay a game, I guess. No, I think they're going to try to call timeout. No, before there's they get a flag. It. Oh. Unless they did get the timeout. But there is a flag thrown here at the extra point attempt. Wow. What a play. <laughs> what a play by the Lions. Really a good a break that we needed late in the half to kind of turn the momentum. Our defense has been doing a pretty good job you know, containing uh, containing Mount Pleasant's uh, athletic receivers and, and runners. But uh, that huge, huge defensive play right there uh, could be could be a backbreaker. It could looked be like, a backbreaker. Yeah, they were trying to set up the screen pass out yep. here. But, uh, man, we had so many guys all over him. They went up in the air. Great play. Love seeing Let's see if he comes in here for the snap. And he had about four people around him, Columbia players. Nobody was going to catch him. I'm not sure that he's come back in for the snap. And now the winner of the giveaway is Eli Harvey. All right, so we're trying to get our, we're trying to get resettled here. I can't tell what's going on or nothing. I'm, I've got people calling and texting, I think, and I think your dad mode just kicked in. I was going to say, Lord, it did, and ours, I apologize. I should ours be more. Too. There's a snap, and it's on the ground, and it's a, still it goes through, and it's a, it's the extra point is good. So a new Great score on the field. 21 to 7 with two minutes and 20 seconds to go. Your Columbia Central Lions on top now at the Rumble in the Jungle. We'll take a quick timeout by telling you you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Hey, folks, it's Chandler Anderson from the Right Care Primary Care and Pediatric Clinic. Folks, we are open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Thursday. We provide pediatric care, primary care, and even urgent care if you need to get in during those hours. Our provider there is Kelly Kelly. She does DOT exams as well as well woman exams, and she does our pediatric well child physicals. So, folks, if you're looking for the right care and a provider that's not going anywhere, come see us at the Right Care Primary Care and Pediatric Office. And welcome back to Mount Pleasant High School as the Columbia Central Lions just pick off a pass from Nick Brown to Lewis Maddox for the interception pick six return and uh, a new score, 21-7 to here at the Rumble in the Jungle. As Max Patton now gets the ball at his 40-yard line as he uh, ready to kick off. Let's see what happens. There's the kick. Going to kick deep here this time. It goes to going to go out of bounds. Or no, Mesa's going to pick it up, and he's going to get tackled right there out of bounds. Maybe at the 22-yard line he might get to it. So it'll be first and 10 for the Tigers there. Terry, we had a scoring set drive right there. What was it? Wait, we're not here. Here we go. A 45-yard interception return for a TD. 
for my partner, Big Lou Maddox. It's 21-7. The kick was good. 2-20 remaining in the half. Here we go. Let's play some more yeah. defense and see what happens. And uh, uh, great defensive stand right there. They, they, we played good defense all yeah. night. Just a yes. few couple of plays. We, of course, give them a couple of turnovers. And well, they've only had two first down, and one was on the penalty. Yeah. Yeah, we've, we've hurt ourselves a lot with penalties. Yes. So here's Mount Pleasant. They're going to run it, and he's nowhere to run. He's going to get going tackled down. behind the line of scrimmage, a five-yard loss as a, a pride of Lions are right there to make the stop. And several Lions on that play. Uh, Antoine Moore, Malik Smith, several on the front front seven there, front four, as uh, Columbia, for some reason, takes a timeout. Not sure what that's about, but they want to get the they're, ball back. I'd say they're wanting the ball back. Uh, <laughs> two minutes and two seconds to go here. We'll just keep it right here. Surely it'll be a quick timeout. We'll keep it right here. Two minutes and two seconds as Columbia leads 21-7 to over this rumble in the jungle here at Mount Pleasant High School. Just an unbelievable atmosphere, guys, that we're having on a Friday night, the first week of fall, the first, uh, you know, and it actually I can't ever remember when, when fall hits, that you actually have fall weather, and we yeah. got it here tonight. It's just a perfect night for football. Just a just a little bit of a side note from a, from the box up here. Most teams have a, what we call a get back coach to keep the players stuff like that, and they have usually sometimes have to grab the head coach's belt. We almost had to grab Lee right here. <laughs> he was about to jump out the window. Nah, me too. I'm as, as Lou was running down the field. I was just I was looking at that ball up in the air, and I saw him, and I'm like, oh my gosh, he's gonna. Get Get this ball. I, I did too. I did too, Lee. And I tell you, it makes me just as proud as it is. Oh you, my buddy. goodness gracious! That was that's a proud moment for sure. Absolutely. So here we go. Second and thirteen now for the Tigers. Ball spotted at their own sixteen-yard line. Two minutes and two seconds to go. I'm not sure how many timeouts uh, that the Tigers have right here, but okay. Evidently, there's something wrong. I don't know whether it's the clock or it's kind of weird. They're looking up this way, talking to the coaches. The referee's talking to uh, Kit Hartsfield over here on the near sideline. He's pointing across the way. I'm not sure what the coach is pointing at. So, after all of that, I don't think anything changes. We're just going to get set to play football here on second and 13. At the Tiger 16. Oh, the referee's going back to meet with the other referees now. <clears throat> There's Eli Hyde in there at uh, defensive end. Jordan Brooks, Chase Hoth, Antoine Moore ready to do battle here at this defensive line. And here's the snap. There's Nick. Brown nowhere to go. He's being pressured and he's going to go down again by Antoine Moore and Jordan Brooks as they collapse that pocket around Nick Brown. That's going to make it third and long for the Tigers. No gain, they're going to say, on this play. Third and 13 at the Tigers 16-yard line. Yeah, Here comes uh, Lewis Maddox in again. Yeah, Central's, <laughs> Central's front four that time did a fantastic job of staying in their rush lanes and still getting pressure on the quarterback. He had no place to step up and escape the rush, and they just literally collapsed the pocket on it. So third and 13, Nick Brown in the shotgun with Kevin Keevan Cooper on his left hip. Slow snap, holding, not being called. That's holding. And a drop pass over here as they're throwing to uh, the – 
the wide receiver to the left side to incomplete. So it's going to bring up fourth down and stop the clock with 121. It gives us some time to maybe try to get something in into the scoring position, scoring range somehow. Good job by the defense keeping Mount Pleasant down in the hole. Don't let them, don't let them get out. Don't let them get any momentum back. We have taken the momentum away from them, and now we've uh, we've just got to finish the finish the job off for this half and uh, establish our dominance. We've only got ten players, I think. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Now it's eleven. So back to punt is Collier at his five yard line. Back deep is Q Martin. He's at his 48-yard line. Low snap. There's kicks the way. Good kick. Q Martin. He's just going to let it bounce. Takes a tiger bounce. Going inside the 40. Going to be spotted down at the 39-yard line. A minute and nine seconds to go here until halftime. Columbia leading 21-7. to But a chance to do something right here in this last minute of the ball game. I hope we don't just sit on it. I hope we can try to do something because it would be nice to get another uh, get another six points on the board. Be nice. We also got to be careful, though, about not giving them a cheap turnover and giving them a chance here at midfield. Well, the last last time we were on offense, that's what happened. We gave them a turnover. Of course, it didn't. They weren't able to do anything Hold with on. it, and they're going to scoreboard, scoreboard again. again. Scoreboard has gone dark. We know there's a minute nine left. So, And there it comes back on. There you go. <laughs> Like it still has everything. Problem. Yep. Somebody must have used a microwave. <laughs> <laughs> oh me. All right. So here's Luke Alsalton. First time in the shotgun tonight. Is uh, Christian Biggers on his left hip? Receivers two to his left. He's looking that way, rolling that way. There goes the throw to oh Ryan Patterson. It went right in his hands, and it looked like he was going to turn, try to turn up field before he brought that ball into his body. Yeah, the, the classic, not watching it all the way in. Uh, turned to look to see where he was going to run right before he was able to secure the ball. It's a good pass by Usselton yeah, right was. on his numbers. It was. I'm not sure that he would have had a lot of room to run there because they were covering it pretty good, but still. Unfortunate second and ten, but that does stop the clock. A minute four to go here until halftime. Columbia leading 21 to seven. Ball spotted at their own 39-yard line. Got quite a distance to make to get into Max Patton's range. Here's Usselton in the shotgun and being pressured. Moving out of the pocket. Green block. And Usselton's going to go down. That's going to not going to help us right there. As he gets back to the line of scrimmage or maybe a yard loss as uh, the clock's just going to continue to run now. We're not going to try to stop it, it looks like. Ball spotted at the 38-yard line. A loss of one on the play as uh, they're really taking their time getting the play in. Columbia looks to be content to go in here with this lead at halftime as we go down to 30 seconds now before the Lions even get up to the line of scrimmage. Also to goes right under center this time. Maybe a reverse here. 20 seconds. Going to hand it to the, the tailback right in the back, and he's not going to go anywhere, and that's probably going to do it right there. He's going to lose, or he's not going to get any gain on the play. It's going to be fourth and 11 for the Lions, but that's going to be the end of the first half as uh, it goes to zero. But Lions 
up on top, 21 to seven. An exciting first half. I would like to see more, but I got to see one play that I will never ever forget as Lewis Max takes an interception to the house, 45 yards. So 21 to seven, we're here at halftime. And guys, uh, stay tuned as uh, we'll be joining J.P. Plant and TriStar Friday Night Live. We'll join them in progress right here on Front Porch Sports Radio Network. When we come back, Terry Wilcox will have all the halftime statistics, and uh, hopefully we'll have a great second half here at the Rumble in the Jungle. You've been listening to Columbia Central Lions football right here on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Built upon a solid foundation of cast iron and steel, the Kubota L-Series tractor is the number one selling compact tractor in the U.S. for over 10 years. Powerful Kubota diesel engine, ease of operation, and your choice of a Kubota gear or HST transmission. The durable Kubota L-Series. Talk to your local Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Call or come by Columbia Kubota or Franklin Kubota or visit them online at ColumbiaKubota.com or FranklinKubota.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen, meat, and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand-cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We are here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee. WKRM 103.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee. CA leads at Silverdale 28-7. Columbia up on uh, Mount Pleasant 21-7. We will get a confirmation on that one because we're going to talk to Maurice Patton uh, after this scoreboard update who was at that game. He would give us a First-hand view of that one. Summit up on beach, 19-7. to It is uh, Lewis County and Loretto now tied at 7. Lawrence County up big on Glencliff, 35 to nothing on the road. Clarksville leads northeast, 21-7. Springfield and Rossview are tied at 7 apiece. Station Camp shutting out West Creek tonight, 21 to nothing. In Robertson County, East Robertson over Joe Burns, 14 to nothing. It is White House Heritage, 14 to 6. They lead Fairview. Rutherford County scores. Riverdale still up on Smyrna, 7 to 3. Nolansville leading at Rockville, 7 to 3 as well. Blackman leading Antioch, 38 to 8. Laverne up on Stewart's Creek, 14 to 13. Uh, Cornersville 
now leading Eagleville at the half, 14 to nothing, and MTCS up at Lakewood Academy, 14 to 2. A little safety action going on there. Uh, Ravenwood leading Hendersonville 21 to 14. Macon County leads at Portland 17 to 14. Westmoreland and Clay County tied at seven. Gallatin up at Cookville 21 to six. Lebanon leading Lincoln County 42 to nothing at the half. Mount Juliet at the half up by a score seven to nothing over Wilson Central in a tight one in a big uh, region matchup there. White County trails at Green Hill tonight 35 to six Upperman leading Watertown 10 to nothing a few games outside the footprint tonight uh Elizabethan 14 nothing over Anderson County Greenville leading Dobbins Bennett 14 to nothing and his Walker Valley 14 to nothing over Cleveland and uh Collierville leading at Whitehaven 14 to 6 MUS up on Ridgeway there's your Wilson Megatrust Trust scoreboard update George let's uh get a quick uh, check in with uh, the Hall of Famer Mo Patton Mo, what's going on tonight? Where are you? I am at Mount Pleasant Memorial Stadium for the Rumble in the Jungle, George, between visiting Columbia Central and the Tigers. And um, it's been a pretty exciting first half here. Columbia Central leads 21-7 on the strength of a couple of Caden McCoy rushing touchdowns and a big man touchdown, a 50-yard interception return by Lewis Maddox. The ball was batted up in the air. Lewis tracked it, caught it at midfield, and rumbled down the down the visitor sideline for the score. Uh, Mount Pleasant's only score came after the first McCoy touchdown as Davion Mesa took the ensuing kickoff back 85 yards for a touchdown. So we sit here at halftime at Mount Pleasant with the host Tigers trailing 21-7 against Columbia Central in the inaugural Rumble in the Jungle. Uh, you like that rumble part, don't you? I'm sorry? You like that rumble part, don't you? Well, hey, I, well, I mean, if I do any moving, that's about what I do. So, yeah, I do like <laughs> I, I do like the rumble, yeah. Oh, I love it. Um, by the way, our favorite mm-hmm. baseball team um, mm-hmm. supposedly playing the completion of the makeup game from early August, they're in a rain delay in San Diego. <laughs> so the same rain that stopped the game in Atlanta followed them in San Diego. And it never rains in San Diego. So Yeah. Go what figure. is that about? What is that about? Uh, I, I guess now you got to wonder if they're going to get the regularly scheduled game in then, huh? Yeah, Phillies, by the way, are down 4-3. to three. Uh, bottom six at home against the Pirates. Mo, they're giving me the signal that I got to run. So, goodness knows I got to run. Hey, we'll talk to you. Mo Patton joining us. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or Parks Motor Sales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. 
You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Our company, The Garbage Man Incorporated, has been advertising on WKOM and WKRM for years now, and as a result, our company has really grown. Now we're looking for young, healthy, hardworking people to grow with us. We are in need of drivers and helpers. We pay serious money. So if you like outside work and want to work for a great local company, call me at 931-540-0919 and let's talk. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. field under the lights every Friday night. This is TriStar Friday Night Live, presented by the U.S. Army and the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Here's your host, George Plaster. Okay, thank you very much. One of the real strengths we have on this show, it's the reporters. We've got them all over uh, the state of Tennessee, in particular in the Middle Tennessee area. And with that in mind, we're about to send it out to Casey Patrick, who's covering Montgomery Central at Creekwood. Casey, what do you got for us? Uh, well, George, I, I got a, I got a pretty close ball game, but got two really similar teams, uh, defensive-minded teams that like to run the ball and, and hold the ball. And, and uh, we, We've actually got through this game pretty quick. We're in the third quarter, about five and a half minutes left to go. So, uh, like I said, two similar teams. It's been, it's been a pretty close ball game. Montgomery Central 5-0 coming in, Creekwood's 1-4, but – uh, no love lost between the two schools. They're both playing really hard. What's the score? Well, it's 14-7, to 7, except I think Montgomery Central is about to find the end up. They just got inside the 10. Montgomery Central leads 14-7, to 7, and, uh, and they're running the ball pretty hard right now. 
Okay, so this is one of those a lot of winged T stuff, not a lot of forward pass, so this thing may be over in 47 minutes. Oh, yeah. No, it, it's not going to take very long at all. This is this is going to be one of those quick nights. Uh, but, I mean, they've thrown a few more passes than I really expected for both teams, and, and Creekwood, actually, their quarterback just got hurt. So uh, they're going to have to find a new way to move the ball up and down the field. So there's no telling how these, these last uh, 16 minutes or so could go. Does the whole wing T thing get negated by the fact they both run it and they both see it all the time in practice? You know, I think I think it probably does help the defenses a little bit, but it's it's so discipline oriented on on the offensive side of the ball that sometimes it's one of those things. It's, it's man versus man. So if you line up, you can tell the other team what you're going to do. But if you do your job, it don't really matter. And uh, and neither one of these teams are looking for. I mean, you know, there's no Derrick Henry out there, so they're not looking for 60-yard runs. They'll take the five-yard runs left and right, and that's what they're doing. And it's, right now it's just it's a test game. I think both teams know what they're doing. It's just uh, it's just more or less just manning up and doing your job. It's, it's actually been really fun to watch all night long. Well, here's the Derrick Henry thing. If there is one there, you'll see some, uh, you'll see some college coaches in attendance. Yeah, that, I don't see any college coaches, but they may be hiding around here somewhere. We've got we've got some good athletes out here. Creekwood, uh, Creekwood's got a got a few kids uh, at skill positions and, and a few big guys up front. Uh, Montgomery Central's quarterback Logan Sykes, I, covering sports in Middle Tennessee, I I've seen him play just about every sport except lacrosse, and that's only because the school ain't got it. So I mean, that, that kid does everything he can, and they got athletes everywhere. It, it's actually. Actually, a lot, like I said, I've already said this a few times, but it has been really fun to watch tonight. Casey, the Phillies, and I know you were interested in this, just took a 5-4 lead uh, over the Pirates. Uh, I'm worried about the Braves who are in a, a rain delay in the completion game in San Diego. They haven't even gotten to the normal game. Yeah, I I don't really trust the Pirates for anything. I know they were up 6 to nothing or whatever yesterday. They're there's a reason why they're like 20 and 150 so far this year. They're they're just not very good. <laughs> oh, Casey, don't sugarcoat. Hey, we got to no, run, but thank you. Thank you for the update. Thank you very much. Casey Patrick, oh, he good. is a piece of work, he, is he not? Yeah, yeah, that's an understatement, George. Piece of work indeed, and uh, we love him for it. Um, all right, uh, so, George, uh, I'm going to try to get uh, another reporter on here real quick. And uh, we'll get some more uh, live updates. What do you say? This this oh, um, this middle Charlotte game is is intriguing, crazy. It it is crazy. Back and forth. It, it's exactly the way they expected it to be. A lot of points, a lot of back and forth. Uh, you you kind of feel like the team that has the ball last may have the advantage in Conference USA. There's a lot more offense than there is defense in this game has been a poster child of what that league is all about. No question. Let's head back out to um, to one of our reporters, uh, the head reporter, editor of Main Street Preps, Russell Venosi, who's at Nashville Christian Davidson Academy. The big man joins us. Russell, tell us what's going on. Hey, guys. Uh, halftime is just about to wrap up. It is Davidson Academy 14, Nashville Christian 14. Uh, been a tightly contested game so far. These teams just kind of traded blows back and forth. Um, Davidson Academy tied it up right before halftime on a great uh, touchdown pass to the corner of the, corner of the end zone from Knox Roberts to Bryson Burns. 
Um, and that came after Josh Strickland had run uh, a couple short touchdowns for National Christian. So um, these teams are uh, old region rivals, and um, they're duking it out tonight, too. Well, tell us a little bit about Nashville Christian. Jeff Brothers, I've known for years. Darn good football coach. What's he got? Yeah, well, you know, they've kind of been living in the shadow of Davidson Academy for several years in that Division Two single-A bracket. They've uh, gotten tripped up in the semifinals, but I think they feel like this could be their year. Davidson Academy is now out of that division. They've moved up a level. And, uh, yeah, so far, so good for National Christian. They're 3-1, and one, and they've got, you know, every chance um, in the world to still win this game here. Uh, but they've got, you know, a solid running back, Josh Strickland, that I mentioned. He's got the two touchdowns. Um, they've got a quarterback that has actually been airing it out tonight more than he has. He's got about 150 passing yards, Tyler Morris, in his first year starting. And I don't know, overall, I'm just, I'm impressed. Uh, you know, National Christian, I think, sometimes gets overlooked in the, the private school scene here in Nashville, but they've got a, uh, a pretty good uh, squad here, and they're uh, going toe-to-toe with Davidson Academy. Russell, in about 15 seconds, are you shocked that NBA's up 14 nothing on Brentwood Academy? Um, I'm not stunned. I, the NBA has kind of surprised us with one-stop shopping. That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram Truck and Jeep Headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey folks, this is Chandler Anderson from the Right Care Clinic located in front of Walmart. We've been open 11 years there now, and 11 seems to be our magic number. We open at 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., and we're open seven days a week to make sure that you get the right care you need. Come on by and see Caitlin, Kim, and Robert, and they'll get you the right care. Remember, we were there for you during COVID. We never shut our doors. Right Care Walk-In Clinic located in front of Walmart, open 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. every day of the week. Remember, folks, we stay late so you don't wait. Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen, meat, and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand-cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly. Columbia Central Lions football on WKRM is brought to you in part by Parks Motor Sales, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Roof Systems, Inc., Right Care, Columbia Franklin Kubota, Tin Pin Alley, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, Holland's Pharmacy, Columbia Foodland, Beck Dental Care, Ned Rich and CSH Incorporated, Brown's Body Shop, Murray Regional Medical Center, Quick Marks, Davis Heating and Cooling, and by Sands Fence Company. Here's Lee Maddox. 
Welcome back, everyone, to Mount Pleasant High School as uh, we're getting ready to begin the second half of play here at the Rumble in the Jungle at the Mount here at Mount Pleasant High School as the uh, Columbia Central Lions are back on the field and warming up as they uh, got this lead tonight in the first half, 21-7 to over Mount Pleasant. Mount Pleasant not yet back on the field. I'm sure they're discussing a whole lot of things that they can try to do to try to adjust to uh, – uh, try to get back into the ball game. The only points they had was the seven, uh, the seven points on the kick return that they had early in the first quarter. So, 21 to seven. Uh, Terry Wilcox and uh, Coach Mike Lyle are here with the call. And Terry, you've got the the uh, statistics from the first half. What do you got? I sure did. Uh, it was a pretty good defensive series for Columbia. They held Mount Pleasant to a total of 12 passing yards. Uh, and that included, there was two interceptions in there as well. They were three for 10. And then uh, 18, excuse me, 18 passing yards, 12 rushing yards. We've held them to, and we've had two interceptions of them. For Columbia, had 132 rushing yards, 105 passing yards. We've had one interception and one fumble. The big thing for Columbia is they actually had nine penalties for a total of mm. 90 yards. Mm. And, mm-hmm. uh, and Mount Pleasant has only had, only had four for 30 so that that's something coach has got to clean up uh if he cleans that up uh it, you know the big play in the game obviously was uh, the return uh, on the kickoff for the touchdown that got everybody up and excited but uh, the biggest excitement in this room was when lee maddox scooped got poked the ball out of the air ran 45 yards and uh yeah you had three three announcers up here who were, who were all having a proud dad moment with, with our buddy yeah. lou so no doubt so no that's doubt. it Nine yards, though, penalties, that just kind of... It is. I mean, we have got to stop that because that's just giving them, uh, you know, just just going to their, you know, to their advantage. For yep. sure, keeping them in the ballgame. Yeah, the, the, the stats are showing us that, you know, actually our defense is doing a pretty good job of containing the athleticism of, of Mount Pleasant's offense, uh, especially, you know, the two turnovers we've had. We've given them the ball at about our 30-yard line, our 25-yard line. Our defense was able to, to rise up and, and to keep them from scoring, not even giving them a field goal uh, opportunity on that. And uh, so, uh, actually, our defense is playing pretty well. The, the thing is keeping, you know, we were talking during the, during the halftime that, uh, it, it's, it seems like that Mount Pleasant was doing better than they really are, but it was a lot of it was our penalties. And uh, we, just about the time we'd be able to slam the door on them, we'd, we'd commit a penalty or something like that and give them a little another breath of life. What we need to do now is come out here. They, uh, Mount Pleasant gets the ball and, and the kickoff, open the kickoff in the second half. What we need now is to establish reestablish the defensive line, uh, a, a quick three and out or a turnover, and we, we, we got them down. Now we need to finish them off. Without a doubt, and we're standing by here to get ready for this second half kickoff as uh, the hype continues here. It's uh, just an unbelievable atmosphere all around this stadium. I hadn't been to a football game like this myself in a long time where you had this much interest, this much participation from the fans. And, uh, you know, even in this era that we're in, uh, the, the pandemic, you know, it doesn't look like there's a pandemic out here tonight. So. Uh, without a doubt, just an unbelievable atmosphere. And my hat's off to both schools, especially the folks here at Mount Pleasant for putting on a great event here to uh, interest all of the crowd. And uh, so far, a really good football game. 
21-7, Columbia up over Mount Pleasant. And quite frankly, uh, Mount Pleasant is doing a pretty good job uh, playing with us. Again, you've got the, the pick six. Otherwise, this is a one-score one game. And uh, Mount Pleasant is showing is showing themselves very well in this contest, um, which is important for them down the road because, you know, again, playing this well against a 5A school just gives them that much more confidence as they start making their playoff run here in the second half of the season. No doubt, as Max Patton now is awaiting to get the ball here to kick off from his own 40-yard line. And the uh, kickoff, as we talked about, uh, no doubt that the, the – Mesa was the one that took that kick back. I don't think we should kick it towards him. And now they're going to switch sides of the field. They weren't, didn't have the right sides of the field as Columbia will be moving from, your, from left to right on your radio dial as they'll kick off uh, to the Mount Pleasant Tigers. And, and uh, Demarcus Brown will go back deep for the Tigers along with... Uh, Along with Mesa, Davian Mesa. I'm, sure, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Uh, Davian Mesa. Uh, and then also on the far side is T. Strayhorn. All back deep awaiting the kick from Max Patton. So he's been trying to find open spots in the field and trying to drop it into their open areas. Hopefully he can do that again and get a, get a funny hop. So we're set to go with this second half of the rumble in the jumble here at the Mount, here at Mount Pleasant, Tennessee. Lee Maddox, Terry Wilcox, Coach Mike Lyle bringing you the second half call as Max Patton kicks it off short. T. Strayhorn takes it at his 25-yard line, still on his feet, crosses the 30 up to the 35-yard line is where he finally is brought down by a pride of lines right there. He'll actually get it to the 36-yard line is where Mount Pleasant will take over first and ten as they move right to left. I told you, but Mount Pleasant all dressed in their red colors, red jerseys, and red pants, and with white helmets, and the MP implanted on their helmet, and the, the Lions here on defense to begin the second half in their white jerseys with purple numerals and purple pants and purple helmets. So let's see what happens here as we get set to play football here in this second half. There's another jump. Chase Hoth jumps off sides. Unfortunate already giving him another penalty. I can't believe how many penalties we've had on the offsides and illegal procedures. Those, those are mental mistakes, guys, that you just have to clean up. So already first and five now as they'll spot it at the 41-yard line of the Tigers. Defensive coaches drill this all the time. They tell the defensive linemen, watch the ball. Don't listen to the quarterback. Don't let a hard count get you. Nick Brown in the shotgun with Cooper right behind him. Hands off to Cooper up the middle. He's looking for room, and he's nowhere to go as Watson Harvey comes up from his linebacker position. He's going to give him a yard on the play, so it's going to be second and about four, or a long, a long four, what we'll call it. Defensive front did an outstanding job eating up the offensive line and giving Harvey a chance just to scrape off the edge of the play there. Met him at the line of scrimmage with a perfect form tackle. So same formation, pistol formation for Nick Brown and the Mount Pleasant Tigers. Cooper behind his back. He's going to hand it to him again looking for room, and he doesn't have anywhere to go. Is Watson Harvey there on the tackle, and Jace along with Jace Hoth as uh, he picks up a couple of yards, but it's quickly going to be third. And about two. 
Just a little bit of individual quickness there. He, he, he made something out of nothing there. Third and one, they'll call it now, as they'll spot it at the 45-yard line of the Tigers. So a huge third down play already right here. Great to get off the field right away with a three and out. So let's see what happens. Don't jump. Nick Brown, quarterback, getting the play from the sideline in the shotgun. There's the play. Going to hand off. That's holding. And he didn't. Oh, he's going to make it's it. It's going to be close. It's going to be close. It's going to depend on the spot. He, gave as, it. Uh, he got it. His second effort got that play as Jace Hoth was in on the tackle. And uh, they are going to give Cooper the first down at the 46-yard line of the Tigers. Just underway here in the third quarter of this ball game. Columbia leading 21-7 over Mount Pleasant. Nick Brown, the sophomore quarterback for the Tigers in the shotgun. Got Chris Andrews on his right hip. What happened? Antoine, Another Antoine jump. jumped. Another offsides just, for the Lions. We're trying too hard to get that edge rush. That's something I talked to him about in the pregame is because uh, he was doing that last week. He got a couple of plays. He is just so anxious to make a play. He, he, he's got such a twitch start that uh, uh, he, he is vulnerable to the to the hard count. He's, so, got, he's got to work on that. Crosses midfield now. Ball spotted at the Lion 49-yard line, first and five. Watson Harvey threatening a blitz. Nick Brown in the shotgun. There's the play. He gets the ball to to Strayhorn right up the middle and he's going to pick up four yards so it's going to be second and one for the Tigers as he gets down to close to the Lion 45 yard line is where they spotted. He's got to make it to the 44 for the first. So second and one. Need a big, big, big play right here on our defense to stand up and stop any of, stop this drive right away. Nick Brown in the shotgun, calling out. Almost another offsides on the Lions, but not quite. Watch the ball. That was movement on the offensive line. So a quick pitch, quick pass over here to the left side. And a good pickup. He's going to get the first down. So up to the, he gets knocked out of bounds by Adrian Hidalgo. Goes number 21, Davian Meza, who had that kick return on us. So he gets the ball quick, quick pass out here to the near sideline. And he quickly gets to the 41-yard line where it'll be first and 10 for the Tigers. Well, we need a stop, guys, or another turnover right here. At least we're making them eat up the clock to move down the field. They're not getting the big chunk plays. Usually offenses make a mistake when you make them do that. Another quick play over here to the, to the near side, but Adrian Hidalgo is a complete pass. That should be taunting or something right there. What about that? The, the receiver gets the ball, and he gets tackled immediately by Adrian Hidalgo, but he gets up quickly mouthing off but you know no no penalty there yeah he got upset adrian came in and, and just made a good open field tackle low and uh lost a three on the play got his knees a little bit and then got got up upset about that 
Just so here solid we go. open field tackle. Second and 13. Clock runs at six, seven minutes, 55 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Columbia leading 21 to seven. Mount Pleasant driving, though, in Lion territory at the 44-yard line. Here's Nick Brown. Got to hand it off to Cooper around the left side. That was holding, and nobody's going to call it. But Joseph Whaley. No, don't do that, Joseph. Joseph Whaley made the tackle, quick, and then quick he, he made a quick push on the on the on Cooper, the running back. After they got up, he could have easily gotten a penalty right there, but and he did it right in front of the referee. But no flag as yeah, a, a pickup of one on the play, third and twelve for the Tigers. Yeah, we're making a pretty good defensive stand if we just don't don't lose our composure here. We cannot lose our composure with this situation. And uh, Lewis in the ball game now, 65. Yeah, need another, <laughs> need another interception return right here because they're in, they're in. Uh, uh oh, going to take a timeout. Mount Pleasant takes a timeout. Coach didn't like what he saw. We'll take a quick timeout with them. It's six minutes, 55 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Columbia leads 21 to seven. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. For the 75th year, Columbia Central Lions football plays on WKRM. Back to the booth, here's Lee Maddox. And welcome back to Mount Pleasant High School here at the Rumble in the Jungle. They're calling it as Columbia leads 21-7. Now Mount Pleasant at the Columbia 44-yard line facing a third and 12. A huge play here for the Columbia Lions to get off the field to see what if we can stop this drive right here. This is the opening drive of the third quarter. As Nick Brown in the shotgun, he's facing a blitz, an all-out blitz, and there's some holding, and there's he's still getting away. He's not going to make his first down, but he does get positive yardage, gets inside the 40 up to the 38-yard line, so that might change out. No, they're going to send in at least what we think is a punt formation. Let's see what happens. Yeah, they're in the part of the field, though. you got to be really, really careful about this. It makes it fourth and about seven for the Tigers as they'll spot it at the 38-yard line. Back in punt formation is Jackson Collier for the Mount Pleasant Tigers. Back deep, Adrian Hidalgo and Q Martin standing at about their five-yard line. I know shift in there. They're going to run the ball or try to draw us off, but that's not going to – they're going to end up calling another timeout. Yep, there they go, timeout. And that's their yep. second timeout. I like that. Let's use all Good. the timeouts. We'll just keep it right here because – I Good discipline by our defensive set, our punt, team, punt return team right there. Did not jump and stayed stayed ready to go, uh, did, and uh, was, was able to, to make them eat up a timeout that they probably did not want to eat up. I wouldn't think so. Not after just calling one. So they've got one left here in the ball game. Six minutes and seven seconds to go in the third quarter, and already down to just one timeout. Columbia with all three. Of course, we hadn't even had the ball yet, so. Almost like the first 
first quarter is uh, Columbia took that first drive and went all the way down the field, took half the quarter in time off the clock. We're at six minutes and seven seconds to go here in the third quarter. So, Well, that's also how uh, you know Coach Hartsfield sees how important this drive is, is being willing to burn two timeouts to make sure this drive I believe tries he's going to stay alive. He's, he feels you know, that this is a critical junction in the game, and it is. Uh, if we can stop him here, and then we can go down and score. That almost pushes pushes it out of out of reach for them. Well, they're going to go for it. Fourth and seven at the Columbia 38-yard line. Nick Brown, that quarterback in the shotgun. Cooper on his left hip, and he's looking for a screen. And he's going to go down. Watson Harvey sacks him at midfield. Way to go, Watson. And he was also joined with Mike Johnson. They looked like the coach. They were trying to set up a little screen, but to no avail. He didn't have time at all. Watson Harvey showed his speed and got to the quarterback, and he's taken a 10-yard loss. But the biggest part of that is it's a turnover on downs. Columbia takes over now at their own 48-yard line. Yeah, usually a, a, a screen takes a little bit of time to set up, and we sent a center a middle blitz, and it ate up his time. Uh, they weren't ready for that part. So Columbia takes over, first and 10, six minutes, two seconds to go here in the third quarter at their own 48-yard line, their first possession of the third quarter. Hand off to McCoy around the left side. He's looking for room. He breaks across midfield, across the 45, out of bounds over there on the far sideline. Uh, he'll make it to the 44-yard line of the Tigers. So a pickup of eight, nine yards on the play, just like that, Caden McCoy. That was just outstanding speed. When he got to the off-tackle place, they had two men waiting for him. He just turned on the Jets outside and outran him to the corner. Maybe pick up eight, so it'll be second and two at the 44 of the Tigers. As Luke Usselton, at quarterback, brings his team to the line of scrimmage, that all-familiar wing T formation with Q Martin and Jordan Davis on each end. Here's Davis in motion, and he's going to give it to Q Martin. Q Martin almost bobbled that ball, and he's going to barely get back to the line of scrimmage. I'm not sure. Q's just not on Q tonight. I'm not knowing what's going on, but they're having trouble getting that handoff to him. That's the second or third time that they've tried to get it to Q, and uh, it's just not a clean uh, transition of that ball. I'm not sure what's going on, and then he has to hesitate, and that allows the defenders to kind of converge on him. So a huge third down right here, third and two at the 44 of the Tigers are the Lions. Luke Usselton under center. He's going to roll around. He's going to run it himself this time, I believe. And he's got his first down across the Tucked forty. Away. He's going to go out of bounds at the 35-yard line for the first down. Luke Usselton, that looked like just a bootleg all the way. He kind of showed that he might try to throw it, but I think, Coach, he was going to run that ball the whole time. Well, he had only one receiver out in the pattern, and if his receiver wasn't wide open, then, yes, he was. his instructions were to run it. Uh, it's a run-pass option, and... Again, uh, coaches tell him if you can see five, you can see five yards. Take it. Don't worry about throwing it. First and ten. Clock runs. Four minutes, twenty seconds to go here in the third quarter. Lions have it at the Tiger 35-yard line. Luke Usselton brings the team up to the line of scrimmage. Uh-oh. There's a whistle. What's that about? Looks like Columbia is going to take a timeout right here. Not sure what that means. We had plenty of time on the clock. Yep. I hate to waste those timeouts, but. Coach saw something that he wanted to talk to the team about, and so we'll take a quick break with him. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. 
Columbia Foodland is a locally owned and operated family grocery store with a full line of dry, dairy, frozen, meat, and produce items. We focus on keeping the freshest hand-cut meat and produce items daily with the most competitive prices in town. We offer weekly ad specials as well as in-store weekly specials throughout the store. Located at 427 West 7th Street in Columbia in the former Harris Foodland location. Columbia Foodland. We're here and ready to serve the wonderful people of Columbia and the surrounding areas. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. That's WKRM 103.7 FM, Columbia. Welcome back to Mount Pleasant High School as Columbia takes the timeout now facing, they've got a first and 10 at the Tiger 35-yard line. I'm not sure what the coach saw there, but uh, he wanted that timeout and brought his team over. They kind of re reestablished what they're going to do here. They've got the wing T formation. Here goes Jordan Davis, fake to him. Now Luke Osselton looking to throw it, and he's being pressured and running out of the pocket. He throws the ball and completes it to Caden wow. McCoy. Somehow Caden McCoy comes down with that ball and picks up positive yardage. He's going to pick up like two yards on the play, so as to make it second and eight as the clock runs at three minutes, 45 seconds to go here in this third quarter. Columbia leading 21-7 to seven over Mount Pleasant. Real dangerous pass right there. He really kind of got out of, out of sync. He was rolling to his left and didn't get his shoulders turned and uh, flipped it back against his body, almost uh, throw a pick. I think we need to get the ball in the hands of Jordan Davis a time or two, but here comes Jordan Davis split way out to the right. And Usselton in the shotgun this time, second and eight. He's looking to throw all along. And now he's being pressured out of the pocket. And now he throws it down deep to oh, Bubba Perkins, but throws it over everybody, throws it out of bounds. And uh, after the pressure there from the Mount Pleasant Tigers. So third and eight now at the 33-yard line of the Tigers. Yeah, their defensive linemen are, are somewhat smaller than we are, but they're there. Well, not very, number very 69. Quick. Yeah, number 69 is an exception to that. <laughs> number 69 that is, that for is the a, Tigers. That is a load in the middle. It's He's listed. <laughs> he's a freshman, I believe, is he not? No, no. Yeah, yes, he is. He's a freshman, 6'1". <laughs> he's listed 6'1", 370 pounds, but I've been told he's ever bit of 400. And he's facing Lewis Maddox right there <laughs> at the nose guard position, so... Here's Usselton. He's looking to throw. He got he gets McCoy. McCoy at the 30, at the 35, at the 20, crosses the 20. He's got his first down. First and 10 for Caden McCoy on the outlet pass from Luke Usselton. Caden McCoy, guys, as a sophomore, has just been an incredible player for us all year long. He's got a lot of lateral moves that are really, really tough for a defense. He gets out in the open field, and uh, he can break it at any time. So first and 10, they'll spot it at the 24-yard line of the Tigers as the clock continues to run. Two minutes, 55 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Columbia lead 21-7, to looking to get some more points on the board here in this third quarter. Here's a handoff to Q Martin this time. Q looking for room around the left side, and he's got it. He's at the 10. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Q Martin. Right on Q, Q Martin. Wow, just, just outran the, the Mount Pleasant defense to the edge. They, they had him cut off. It was, an out, it was supposed to be an off-tackle play, and they had him cut off, and uh, he, just, he just turned his shoulders and, and outran him to the corner. Awesome run there by Q Martin, and that time he wasn't in the wingback position. He was kind of in the backfield, and that handoff there 
was much better looking than what they'd been trying to do with him. So maybe they need to do that. There's the snap, the set, the kick, and the kick by Max Patton is... Was it good? Have they made a signal yet? Yep, 28 they got on the board. Well, I never did see. The referees are still They're talking still. down there. I'm not sure what that's about, but it's good. So with timeout <laughs> on the field, two minutes, 37 seconds to go here in the third quarter. A new score is Columbia gets their first score of the second half. They are now 28, Mount Pleasant 7. We'll take a quick break and tell you you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Why do people trust Tills Jewelry with their jewelry repairs? Hi, this is Terry Tillis. We feel each piece of jewelry is important to our customers, and they deserve the utmost care with every item that is brought to us. Your jewelry is inspected when we receive it to determine exactly what repairs are needed. A photo is taken and documented, and then it goes to our goldsmith. Once the repair is completed, the jewelry is reinspected to make sure it has been restored to its original condition. Come see us at Tillis Jewelry, located in Columbia and Lewisburg. And welcome back to Mount Pleasant High School, where Columbia just goes uh, gets another score. They are now 28-7 to over the Mount Pleasant Tigers here at the Rumble in the Jungle. And Max Patton tees it up at his own 40-yard line. Back deep for the Tigers is Demarcus Brown at his 5-yard line, excuse me, at his 10-yard line. And it looks like they're going to let that ball bounce. And picks up at the 11, at the 15 20 up to the 30-yard line goes the running back, Jeffrey Williamson, as uh, he gets a good run back there after not sure they let the ball bounce between he and Brown. And uh, he finally picks it up and gets a good return. Now they're going to mark it back at the 29-yard line. That's where Mount Pleasant will take over first and 10. Two minutes, 30 seconds to go. Terry, what's your the scoring summary? Uh, Columbia went 52 yards in seven plays. Two minutes, 31 seconds off the clock. Ended with a 19-yard TD run by Q Martin. Kick was good. 28-7 Columbia, 237 left in the first, then the third quarter. And here's Nick Brown with wide receivers, two to his left, two to his right. And not sure who that is with him in the backfield, but he's going to fake it to him and now he's going to look to run and he gets around one block but now Joseph Whaley makes the play and Watson Harvey are all converged to make the tackle maybe a yard gain on the play goes Nick Brown they're having trouble getting unpiled there not sure what that's all about Adrian Hidalgo in at the bottom of that pile as well yeah, I think he looked like he got uh, kind of caught down low in the Receiver or the defender kind of was pushing him back, maybe bent him over a little bit. He's limping a little bit, but uh, these kids are tough. He gets two yards. They're going to call it marking mm-hmm. at the 31-yard line. So it'll be second and eight for the Tigers. One minute, 45 seconds to go here in this third quarter. They were trying to run a fake on the on the tunnel screen and try to throw it deep, and, and Doggle just absolutely destroyed both receivers, jammed them both up at the same time, and, had, and really blew up their play. So here's second and eight at the 31 of the Tigers. There's a snap looking to pass. Is Nick Brown. There's holding, and they're not calling it. Come on, guys. They're holding Jaravius Hall right there, just plain as day and no call. So Nick Brown scrambles for maybe no gain on the play. 
It's going to be third and eight at the 31. Four-man rush that time uh, just completely disrupted uh, his pass lanes. He is not comfortable in the pocket right now. No, he's not, and he he had nowhere to go, and and uh, Jaravius Hall would have made the tackle a lot sooner had he not been held. <laughs> so, third and eight. We got to get off the field right here, the Columbia defense. As they are set to rush five, they're just going to hand it off to T. Strayhorn around the right side. Ball, ball came ball out. Came ball came out, but he's not going to. I think they. Or who's it? Who are they going to call it? No, uh, they call they're going to call it down, but nowhere near a first down. So it's no. Wait a minute. No. Adrian Hidalgo came out of the pile with the ball, but they're going to call, call him down. down. They're going to call I don't think down. the referee saw the ball come loose. He picks up a yard on the play, so it's going to be fourth and six, fourth and seven for the Tigers as they send in punt formation. So a great defensive hold, great defensive stand by the Lions here as they should get good field position in this turn of the field right here. Adrian Hidalgo, Q Martin go back deep to return this Jackson Collier punt for the Tigers. Collier standing at his 20-yard line. There's a snap. No pressure. Good kick this time. Q Martin. Q Martin, please pick it up and run. There he goes. He gets it at his 20, but he's going to go down at his 22. So I was waiting on Q to pick that ball up and take off. Waited almost too long. Yeah, he did. He didn't have much time to, to get, make any momentum there. So it'll be first and 10 for the Lions with at their own 22-yard line as it's 31 seconds left to go here in this third quarter. I think what we're starting to see is the difference here in, in 5A and 2A is that Mount Pleasant's got several guys that are having to go both ways, and they're starting to get gassed. They're starting to get tired and uh, starting to see, you know, little things happen to them. And uh, we can we can take control of it here if we'll just uh, start our drive and stay on schedule about five, six yards at a time. Here's Usselton under center. He's looking, rolling around to his left. I think he's just going to have to drop it and run right there. And he's going to lose yardage back to the 21, maybe. So loss of a yard on the play. Is, looks like that's probably going to be the end of the third quarter as clock goes under 15 seconds here as the Lions will face first, or excuse me, second and 12 from about their 20-yard line. So a loss of two on the play as that will wrap up the third quarter of this rumble in the jungle as Columbia leads 28-7. to The only score of this uh, second half in the third quarter comes from Columbia to go up 28-7. to You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football right here on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. 
For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 7 p.m. two nights a week. 931-388-8452. Beck Dental Care in Columbia, 1603 Rosewood Drive. This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. The Chicken Man, a.k.a. T-Willie, and you're listening to 103.7 FM WKRM, Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back to Mount Pleasant High School as uh, we begin fourth quarter play here. Luke Usselton under center. He's going to hand off to Christian Biggers. Biggers looking for room. He's making room himself, driving and piling his way. That's a late hit, but they're not going to call it. But he gets 11 yards on the play, enough for a first down for the Lions as Christian Biggers and then a hurt player, cramp player for Mount Pleasant back at the 23-yard line. They're going to have to stop play right there. But a great run from Christian Biggers as uh, he just picked his way through the middle of that line of scrimmage and then just carried uh, defenders with him. Yeah, I think uh, the, the young man that she thought was a late hit was actually hanging on to his his shirt tails he went over and as the pile rolled over I think he just rolled over on the top of him and and, and uh, Biggers was just dragging him down the field yeah yeah and uh, two of the two of the big players that uh, we've been calling for Mount Pleasant number 21 Mr. Mason scored the, the touchdown uh, he's been on the bench uh, he appears to be injured and number 11 who the other wide receiver Jeffrey Williamson he has been off and he's got a hat on he does not have his helmet on him with him anywhere, so I'm assuming both those gentlemen are probably out for the game. So this is exactly what you talked about, Coach Mike. Yeah. Uh, you know, attrition is going to come into play here. Yeah, again, that that's the danger of a 2A school playing uh, where they have to play so many guys both ways. When you're playing another team that's going both ways, then it's just a matter of conditioning. But when, when uh, Central has the ability to, to, to platoon, and keep fresh people out there. It's really, really tough for these guys to keep four quarters going. Tyler Berry, the hurt Mount Pleasant player who makes it off the field on his own power. He seems to be good. Just some cramp issues there. First and ten for the Lions at their own at the Lion 32-yard line. Christian Biggers around the left side. He's at the 40. He goes out of bounds, and there's Penalty. a flag. That's going to be a block in the back, unfortunately. Do that or hold. But Christian Biggers, another great pickup around the left side to the near side of the field as uh, he goes out of bounds, goes 12 yards before he's brought out of bounds. And But let's see what the flag is. They're dropping them, taking them back right here. Holding Columbia. So it's just going to be first and ten again, right? <laughs> Almost. Or actually first and nine. That's what we're going to be. Net, That's what it's going to be. <laughs> So that's thanks to Christian Biggers' run there. Uh, just a great run there by Christian Biggers, the senior running back for the Lions. He remains in the backfield, that wing T formation. There goes Jordan Davis. Now going to give to Biggers again, following Davis around the right side, but this time nowhere to go as he breaks one tackle and uh, tries to make it back to the line of scrimmage, but, or actually to the original uh, first down marker or the not the first down marker but the original line of scrimmage so he's going to lose yardage there actually going to mark him back a three yard loss is what he's going to they're going to mark it at the 31 so now 
The Lions will face second and 12 from their 31 as the clock runs with 10 minutes, 40 seconds to go here in the ball game of the fourth quarter. Columbia leading 28-7 over Mount Pleasant. Here's Usselton. Gives it to, not sure who that was that got the ball. And there's a flag, a late flag. That's going to be face mask or something, right? Shouldn't be holding. That was a... Uh, yeah. That was at number 40. Number seven was a runner. Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis. That's going to be a penalty as the Lions are starting to walk north to... Uh, that had to be, a, I guess, a face mask. Still walking close to midfield is where this ball is going to be placed, right at midfield. First and ten for the Lions. Love to see that. It's not... Hadn't been all, hadn't been a lot of penalties on uh, Mount Pleasant, but quite a few for the Lions. So first and ten at midfield. Ten minutes and ten seconds to go here in the ball game. Columbia leads 28 to seven. Here's Hustleton going to get the Biggers right up the middle. He goes forward for three yards as he'll tackle him at the 47-yard line of the Lions. Oh, excuse me, of the Tigers. Yeah, evidently uh, the number 40 for Mount Pleasant uh, did more than just uh, uh, grab a face mask there. He's, Coach Hartfield was giving him uh, giving him down the road a little bit as he came to the sideline. So uh, evidently he either missed an assignment or, or something like that while on top of the face mask. No doubt Columbia going to try to use a lot of this clock here in this as we get under 10 minutes as they face second and seven at their Tiger 47-yard line. Give to Davis around the left. Excuse me, that's Q Martin around the left side. He's got room. He's make, crosses the 30 and down to the 25 before he's finally brought out of bounds. Let's see where they mark him. At the 24-yard line is where Q Martin goes uh, right off of the left side of the line, and then he kicks it to the outside to the far to the near sideline and makes a great gain there for the Lions to keep this drive going and end uh, Close to the red zone. Yeah, again, the conditioning's becoming a factor. Mount Pleasant's not able to close up on the edge as fast as they have, as they were early in the game, and we're just outrunning them to the edge. So here's Luke Elselton all the way at quarterback for the Lions under center. Going to give this time to Jordan Davis. Davis around the middle, around the right side, and up the middle, and he's down inside the 10-yard line. Another first down for the Lions as he gets to the 9-yard line. It'll be first and goal with 9 minutes, 11 seconds to go here in the ballgame. Columbia leading 28-7, to looking to add more, and there's another injured player for Mount Pleasant who is down on the field, and that's that same one that was cramping before. That's number 30, who was uh, Tyler Berry, who was down again right there at the 10-yard line. So we'll take a quick injury timeout and tell you you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. 
Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones and Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones and Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Tyler Berry makes it off to the sideline on his own as Luke Usselton now under center, first and goal. Jordan Davis gets the handoff, trying to go around the right side. Not much to go there. He gets close to the five-yard line, but he is met on the right side of that line as a little skirmish is trying to materialize there, but nothing, thank goodness. Eight minutes, 45 seconds to go as the Lions get it down to the six-yard line now, or the seven. Is, uh, it will be second and goal from the seven for the Lions. They're leading 28-7 to seven here in the fourth quarter of this rumble in the jungle. Sponsored by U.S. Army. So a great, great effort on behalf of the U.S. Army for sponsoring this game and making a great presence here. Luke Usselton going to hand it off to Christian Biggers, looking for room. He crosses inside the five, but not much after that. Uh, they'll spot him down at about the three or the four-yard line is where looks more like the – I guess he's at the three. So it'll be third and goal from the three. Coach, I don't want to kick a field goal. We need a touchdown here, right? Yeah, we need to put the nail in the coffin right here, you know, uh, Finish this off and then uh, take complete control of it. I'm guessing Jordan Davis. Maybe Christian Biggers are going to get it. Let's see what happens. Hustleton under center. There was movement. There was movement on the offensive line. I believe that was Lewis. Yeah. Double clutched on the snap. Yep. Yep. So that's going to back us up five yards. But we can still get to the end zone here. It'll be third and eight. Third and goal from the eight. Seven minutes, 30 seconds to go here in the ball game. As the Lions come up to the line of scrimmage, Christian Biggers, Jordan Davis in the backfield, Q Martin at the wing back position, Chase Hoth in motion. Give to Biggers, around the left side, looking for room, driving. Inside the five, down to the four. So it's going to be fourth and goal from the four. What do you do? Actually gives you an opportunity to work, to practice on your kicking game here. I would, you know, you don't want to settle, but at the same time, you know, it's an opportunity to work on your kicking game if, if you see the necessity in it. But he's sending Luke Usselton back in with a play. Let's see what he calls. So much for working on the kicking game. <laughs> Not like a touchdown. But give some other players a chance to get in this ball game. It would be nice to go in right here. Fourth and goal from the four are the Lions. And a whistle. Columbia's going to take timeout. That's their second timeout. Got one left, both teams, one timeout left. And we'll take a quick timeout with them. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. 
Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones and Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones and Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. That's WKRM 103.7 FM, Columbia. Welcome back to Mount Pleasant High School. The rumble in the jungle is the Columbia Central Lions now up 28-7 to with 6 minutes and 26 seconds to go here in the fourth quarter of this ball game, facing a fourth and goal from the four-yard line. Luke Usselton. Under center, the wing T formation. There goes Jordan Davis, and he's looking to throw, and he's looking for Jace Ho. Jace Ho makes the catch in the back of the end zone. Touchdown, Columbia. Wow. Beautiful play there by Luke Osselton and the Columbia Lions, and the completion to Jace Ho, the four-yard touchdown pass to go up now 34-7 to over the Mount Pleasant Tigers. Wow. Yeah. Just a little bootleg, uh, uh, well, actually a rollout motion off of the handoff, uh, fake handoff and threw it back across the field. Uh, coverage was not necessarily bad. He just threw it up and, and both out jumped him for the, uh, for the touchdown. So here's Max Patton on for the extra point attempt, the snap, the set, the kick, and the kick is good. So a new score on the... On the clock here on the scoreboard, 35-7 to now for the Columbia Lions. Six minutes, 19 seconds to go. And we'll take another quick timeout to hear more from our sponsors. We appreciate all of our sponsors and hope you folks will visit them as you can. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. And welcome back to Mount Pleasant High School. The Columbia Central Lions just go up with another score, 35-7 to over the Mount Pleasant Tigers here with 6 minutes, 19 seconds to go here in the ball game as Max Patton once again lines up for the kick from his own 40-yard line. Back deep, Shrayhorn and uh, Jefferson. I'm not sure who's all back there now with some of those players out. They're going to kick this time. Picked up a stray horn at the 20. He's looking for room, and he's breaking it across the field. He's up to the 40-yard line, and Max Patton makes the tackle once again. A great tackle there by Max Patton on the far sideline, and uh, otherwise he could have gone as well. Goodness gracious. 
Strayhorn yeah. just came right up the middle and didn't have anything, and then he just quickly broke it to the outside, to the far side of the field, and had a little room, a little seam there, and so that, thankfully Max Patton saw it, and he makes the tackle, and they get him spotting down at the forty at the Tiger forty yard line. These quick the quickness and of these receivers and, and these running backs from Mount Pleasant is is still impressive. Uh, we're just able to be quick with them. Uh, but they're finding seams, and they're making it very, very hard to hit them and get a solid tackle on them. So here are the Tigers with uh, first and ten at their own 40-yard line as Nick Brown all the way at quarterback for the Tigers in the shotgun formation looking to throw, looking downfield, throwing deep, and it's going to be defended there uh, by Ontario Sharp, who was trying to reach Cooper, who was running streaking down the right sideline here on the near side, but ball, ball falls incomplete. Had him covered like a blanket, was literally stride for stride with him, turned back and looked and just knocked the ball away as it came to him. Terry, you got the scoring summary for the Lions. Yes, Columbia went 78 yards, 13 plays, 6 minutes and 21 seconds off the clock, a 4-yard TD pass from Musselton to Holt, kick was good for a 35-7 Columbia lead with 6.19 left in the game. Here's Nick Brown, second and ten, offsides on the Lions. One more penalty for the Lions as both Teravius Hall and Antoine Moore both jump offsides. So that gives them a free five yards. It'll be second and five now as they'll spot it at the Tiger 45-yard line as clock stops with five minutes, 59 seconds to go here in the ballgame. Columbia leading 35-7. to seven. Well, we got some outstanding quickness on there, but we've got to be more disciplined about recognizing the snap you know, and not falling for the hard count. Second and five from the Tiger 45. Nick Brown in the pistol formation with Cooper at his back. Now that's Strayhorn back there. He's throwing deep again, looking for Cooper along the right sideline. But just overthrows him. Good coverage there, but he did have a little step on uh, Lincoln English and Ontario Sharp, but uh, ball falls incomplete. It'll be third and five now. Dude, uh, the corner and the safety had him bracketed pretty well. It was going to take a perfect throw. And uh, at this stage of the game, they're, they're having a hard time executing perfectly. Uh, they've got to be tired out there. A lot of them, again, a lot of them been going both ways for them. And uh, still, still an impressive performance by them, even though the score seems a little lopsided right now. So here's Nick Brown facing a third and five from his own 45-yard line. Obviously, they're going to be in four-down territory here. Not sure what the play was. They're going to have to call a timeout to Mount Pleasant. They couldn't get the play in right, so... We'll just keep it right here. That's our uh, last timeout, I believe. Yeah, that was their final timeout with five minutes, 52 seconds to go here in the ball game. Columbia leading 35-7. to seven. This is a chance to bring in some other players, and I can tell that some of the players on the defense right now are fresh that haven't played. Uh, they're trying to get some of them in. I'm, actually, I'm seeing several that are being inserted into the game now. 55 is Caleb Clanton. The linebacker, the sophomore linebacker's in there. Malachi Quartle's in there at safety. Ontario Sharp has already been in there. Tristan Harden's in on the defensive line. Uh, let's see who else. There's Efron Davis, the sophomore linebacker, is in there. 
Another one. I'm saying uh, Corey and Jamison's in there, the sophomore. So quite a few sophomores getting the chance to play here in this rumble in the jungle as Mount Pleasant now with a third and five at their own 45-yard line. Five minutes, 52 seconds to go. Don't jump again. Here comes the, the jet sweep. And he just falls down and goes uh, DeMarcus Brown, who is coming around on the jet sweep, and he gets back to the line of scrimmage. So it's going to be fourth and five as can't stop the clock now. Five minutes, 30 seconds to go left here in the ball game. Yeah, he was trying to make a cut off that jet sweep to come back up inside the, the defender and just uh, lost his footing uh, in the grass there. Uh, again, yeah, Mount Pleasant is showing it is – actually doing pretty well that they fell to the to the situation we talked about earlier uh, before the game is just uh, a numbers a number situation that works against them they're going to try to make us jump right here i bet um, they're going into punt formation oh they're going to punt it and back deep is who is that that's not q martin and that's not adrian hidalgo they're going to down the ball at the 20-yard line Mount Pleasant does. Uh, that's where Columbia will take over first and 10. Looks like the still the first string offensive line anyway coming in. Let's see who's going to come in at quarterback. I'm hoping to see Perry Bowman. And it is going to be Perry Bowman, the senior quarterback, coming in with four minutes and 54 seconds to go to lead the team. And uh, some of the offensive linemen now are being shifted out. There goes Jordan Brooks off the field and let's see if they're making okay. any other time changes. out columbia having to call a timeout okay. to make sure we get all these substitutions correct yeah and we'll keep it right here because they'll surely get this squared away pretty quick and we'll probably see some other substitutions here uh even for mount pleasant i mean with them punting the ball obviously i mean we, we already knew it was a <laughs> foregone conclusion but uh uh, in terms of the outcome of this that game. Nice but, yeah, again, I, I just, I'd like to emphasize the fact that, that, that how well Mount Pleasant played in, in face of, of what, they were, what they were facing. Um, they showed themselves well. I think they're going to be a force in 2A uh, to, be, to be reckoned with. Uh, hopefully they didn't get you know, these players that got hurt and kind of beat up tonight uh, will, will recover quickly and they'll be... Uh, They'll be ready to go for the second half of the season. Without a doubt. So Columbia takes over first and 10 at their own 20-yard line as Perry Bowman is uh, now at quarterback, the senior. Just a great kid that's uh, practiced hard all four years. It's great to see him get this chance right here. He's going to hand off to Q Martin. Q Martin's going to be met in the backfield and going to go down for a loss on the play, uh, about three- or four-yard loss as he takes the handoff from Bowman. Still the, still mainly the starting offensive line there, taking out Jordan Brooks, but that's about it that I can tell in terms of the starters on the offensive line. And, uh, but several other the receivers are kind of new here. Andreas Pete is back in the game for the first time since one of the first games of the year. And there goes a handoff up the middle. Still on his feet is Christian Biggers, and that ball goes on the ground, and uh, Mount Pleasant recovers 
the fumble. So Christian Biggers had made his first down up to the 30-yard line, but gets stripped right there at the end before he goes down, and Mount Pleasant quickly falls on that ball at the 30-yard line of the Lions with three minutes, 59 seconds to go here at 35-7 for as the Columbia Lions are leading and controlling this game. Hate to see that fumble right there. I wanted to see some more snaps with that second team offense. Just a little bit of carelessness in traffic with the ball. He need to tuck it up and tight when you get in traffic. So here's Nick Brown with a chance to get some points on the board here as they've got first and 10 at the Lion 30-yard line. And he's just going to hand it off right up the middle to Strayhorn. And Strayhorn's met immediately by Caleb Stanton. And uh, he makes quite a play there in his, from his linebacker position. Uh, excuse me, Caleb Clanton, I said. It's not Stanton. It's Caleb Clanton from that middle linebacker position. A great play, great penetration play on his part uh, to, to make that stop right at the line of scrimmage. No gain on the play. Second and ten. Clock now three minutes, 30 seconds to go here in the ballgame. Yeah, a lot of valuable experience being gained here now with some of these second team players getting a chance to play in the game at game speed. And uh, this will pay this pay dividends down the road. Nick Brown, a quarterback, looking to throw. Got plenty of time. Now he's going to put it down and run. Now he throws it, and he's got a man open in the end zone. Touchdown. But did he cross the line of scrimmage? I don't guess he did. There's no flag. That's number four, Demarcus Brown, who gets the touchdown, a 30-yard touchdown reception, or 28-yard touchdown. Goes uh, Brown to Brown. So with three minutes and eight seconds to go, Mount Pleasant gets a late score here. 35 to 13 now, waiting the extra point attempt by Jackson Collier. And here's the snap, the set, the kick, and it is good. So with timeout on the field, a new score, three minutes and eight seconds to go here in the ball game. Columbia 35, Mount Pleasant 14 for this rumble in the jungle. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. AMC Roofing. Leaking roof? Missing shingles? AMC Roofing has you covered. Locally owned and operated. We specialize in residential roof repairs and roof maintenance. We are equipped to repair any type of residential roofing systems. And we also handle siding repairs. AMC Roofing can pinpoint leaks and have them fixed guaranteed. There is no job too small. But when you're ready, we also provide full roof replacements. Call or text today for a free estimate. AMC Roofing. Your local roof repair specialist. Call Andrew Costa today, 931-626-0492. For the 75th year, Columbia Central Lions football plays on WKRN. Back to the booth, here's Lee Maddox. Welcome back to Mount Pleasant High School. Terry, you've got the scoring summary there for Mount Pleasant. Absolutely. Mount Pleasant went 30 yards in two plays, 59 seconds, 30-yard pass, Brown to Brown. Kick was good. Uh, 3.08 left in the game, 35-14 Columbia. And here's Collier kicking off, and he kicks it ball on the ground deep. Uh, not sure. Uh-oh, goes through the Caden McCoy's hands. He picks it up at the one. 
and he's moving around. He's got oh, some room. To oh, that's a block in the back. Come on. Malachi, you can do, but they didn't throw the flag, thank goodness, but he definitely did a block in the back, but Caden McCoy does a good job to get it back up to the 21-yard line for the Lions as they'll take over first and 10 with just under three minutes to go here in the ballgame. No timeouts left now for Mount Pleasant as uh, Columbia will take back over after losing the ball, losing the fumble on the last drive. Let's see if we can put something together here to give this uh, second teamers a little chance to, to, to get some play in. That squid pick was an example of what the ball can do when it's rolling around on the ground down there, just kind of sidestepping and uh, almost turned into a disaster. short disaster. Yeah. <laughs> so here's Perry Bowman under center, that quarterback for the Lions in the backfield. Christian Biggerstill and Jordan Davis. Going to give to Davis, looking for room around the right side, breaks one tackle. He's around the right side of the end zone. That should have been a penalty, like a face mask or something, or a horse collar, but they're not going to call it. As, uh, he'll pick up about six on the play, looks like, or maybe five. It'll be second and a long five. They're calling it six. It's ball spotted at the 25. As the clock continues to run, it's going to run a lot here in the next few plays if we can just hang on to it. Two minutes. 20 seconds to go here in the fourth quarter at the Rumble in the Jungle. Perry Bowman under center. Christian Biggers, Jordan Davis still in the backfield. Going to give to Biggers this time, looking for room around. Uh, not much to get there, but he pushes his way up to the 30-yard line. I thought they had him down, but he just kept going, driving, and made a really good run right there so it's going to make it third and one for the Lions at the 30-yard line. Yeah this is a nervous point for both coaches you know the game's pretty well decided right now they're trying to finish it out uh, just you're just hoping you don't get anybody hurt in this situation you want both you know, want all your players to play hard but you're also worried about you know last second injuries. Here's Bowman the quarterback sneak and he goes a mile he goes five yards right there so that's good to see. First down for the Lions as he runs right off of Lewis. You know Lewis and Perry are just they're, they're best friends have been Absolutely. since their days when uh, uh, Coach Edie, Kevin Edie who is now the principal at Columbia Central High School. He was their principal at McDowell Elementary when they began school back in kindergarten. And uh, they've been, been best friends ever since. And now it's great to see them as center and quarterback right here. And they get the first down. So minute to 10 to play. Going to hand off here to uh, Ryan Patterson. That's a horse car. Come on. Guy grabs his, grabs his collar. Come on. Now they're going to say it's a fumble. Come on. Come on. Ryan Patterson gets the ball coming around the left side of the line. He's a little shaken up on the play, but, I mean, was that me, Coach, or did it look like something? I mean, we're not down there and close. Yeah. The referees are much closer, but and that, that, that play came was, out. was open to judgment on that. Uh, I think chasing him down. The fact that he didn't reach up into the collar and he, he got right below the collar kept him from calling it. But uh, and yeah, then that, somehow that was, they knocked it was the a ball call. Out. Yeah, I, I didn't see the ball come out myself. Yeah. 
So anyway, the Tigers take over at the 35-yard line of the Lions. First and 10, one minute and one second to go here in the ballgame. Columbia leading 35-14. to 14. As Nick Brown going to just hand off to Strayhorn around the right side, and he's going to pick up five yards on the play as uh, it'll be second and five. They can't stop the clock now, down to 45 seconds to go in the game, uh, just taking the time. No, not going to try to rush anything here, so hopefully the Lions can get a stop, and this would probably be the last play of the game. Mount Pleasant just taking the time to get a play in. They're just going to, looks like they're just going to hand off and get out of here without getting any other injuries. But a lot of things that Columbia's got to work on before we hadn't even talked about it. What's next week is a crucial region game against Page. Here's Brown. No, he is looking to throw. He's going to throw. Oh, almost intercepted right there as the ball was kind of tipped or he was kind of stuck and uh Efron davis was uh like eight seconds left yeah that's where the, the incomplete pass he got dicked just before he let go of the ball and it, it changed his release point Efron davis almost had the interception there just couldn't quite get under it Eight seconds to go here, so no doubt this will be kind the last play of the game. He, kind of surprised he risked his quarterback in that regard right there at this point of the game. They'll probably do it again. There goes three receivers to the left as he's in the shotgun with the uh, Strayhorn. Now he's just going to hand off the Strayhorn. And Strayhorn, he's got room to run around the right side. He gets out of bounds, and that will stop the clock at about one second. He gets to the to the fourth uh, to the 16 yard line where it'll be first and 10 for the Tigers as uh, they're walking off the field because but if he goes out of bounds that clock stopped yeah. Mount Pleasant thought the game was over game. yeah thought the game ended <laughs> the Mount Pleasant offensive players were coming off the field because they thought it was the end of the game so yeah, nine, and, nine tenths of a second you know, <laughs> you know. so they'll get one more play in As the, as the crowd does start filing out, but there is going to be a trophy ceremony here, and he's going to hand off to Strayhorn again, and he's looking for room, and he's not going to get it as Jaravius Hall makes the final stop of the night. And a short game as that's going to wrap it up as the Columbia Central Lions have prevailed in this rumble in the jungle. The first time in 60 years these two, these two teams have met on the gridiron, and Columbia comes out on top 35-14. to 14. So we'll take a quick break, and when we return, we'll wrap it all up with the stats and tell you you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. And welcome back to Mount Pleasant High School as your Columbia Central Lions are victorious in this, what's been billed as the rumble in the jungle here at the Mount at Mount Pleasant High School as they 
really, Coach Mike, they, they take control of the game right early on, drive down the length of the field, uh, that opening drive to set the tone, but then that one kickoff after that was really a spark that Mount Pleasant needed and kind of kept them in the game for, for quite a bit. So, almost a half, uh, you know, and, and again, you know, Central did what they needed to do. They controlled the situation as much as they could. They really need to work on cleaning up the, the situation with the penalties, especially the jumping off sides uh, on the hard count. Uh, that's going to end up costing us down the road. Uh, but, uh, again, uh, uh, hats off to Mount Pleasant for, you know, taking on this game and, and taking on this challenge. Uh, they're going to be stronger down the road for, for taking this challenge on. Uh, Central did again, did what they needed to do to take control of the game, work towards next week with a very, very key game next week coming up against Page. No doubt. Terry Wilcox, you've got the stats of the game. Yeah, Mount Pleasant uh, wound up with uh, 89 yards total on offense on the game, 41 rush, uh, 48 passing yards, and there was a few interceptions, of course. For Columbia, 250 rushing yards, 125 passing yards. When good news... They had 16 first downs to match the 16 penalties for 125 yards. Wow! 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 That's that's going to be a point. That's yep. going to be a point that they're going to work on this week. I'm sure. Incredible! Incredible! So, as you said, Columbia will will be on the road again next week as we go to Page High School. I'm not sure if uh, well, actually, uh, Page was supposed to play Giles County. They, they, they got a COVID win tonight, one to nothing. Yeah, uh, Giles County decided not to play tonight for whatever reason, uh, whether it's COVID or whatever it is, but uh, they decided not to play tonight. And uh, so, but the, of course, that's not a region game. So it's going to be exciting week of, for Columbia Central. Not quite sure it's going to be quite as exciting as all the hype that's been built up around this game, but. We know think, how crucial that game is going to be next I week. I actually think it's going to be a really exciting game. Now, they may not get the pregame hype that this game got, yep. but it's going to be an exciting game. And like you said, it is a key, key game uh, for for the playoff hopes and playoff plans for Central this year. As Columbia gets the trophy, the U.S. Army trophy that's been presented to them, and they've just gotten pictures taken of them down on the field. And... <clears throat> I'll tell you, Mount Pleasant will host Richland next week in their game. So, guys, it's been great. It's been a fantastic night. I'm going to get down there and congratulate these players and the team myself, especially number 65. As, uh, give him a pat, a, give him a pat a for game. us, too. All right. So, thanks, I will. <laughs> thanks for tuning into our broadcast tonight of Columbia Central Lions football, where your final score is 35 to 14, Columbia Central over Mount Pleasant. Tune in next week as the Lions will travel to Page right here on 103.7 WKRM and Front Porch Radio. Coming up next, TriStar Friday Night Live with host. J.P. Plant to bring you scores and comments from games all across the Mid-State. So for Coach Mike Lyles, Terry Wilcox, I'm Lee Maddox saying goodnight from Mount Pleasant High School. This rumble in the jungle goes to Columbia Central. This has been a presentation of the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. 
At Murray Regional Medical Center, we know being at home is always your first choice. Our home services team helps you as you recover at home by providing individualized care, progress monitoring, and reporting to your doctors. Whether you need nursing care, rehabilitation services, home health aides, or disease management, Murray Regional's Home Services offers the care you need. Services are available in Murray, Marshall, Lawrence, Williamson, Lewis, Giles, Wayne, and Hickman counties. For more information, visit murrayregional.com or call 931-490-4600. Visit your local Buick and GMC dealership first for new or pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Parks Motor Sales. At Parks, professional sales staff makes shopping easy. Buick and GMC Financing can put you in the vehicle you want. And certified technicians keep vehicles running great. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Go online to parksmotorsales.com. Find your favorite vehicle. Then stop by Parks at 919 Nashville Highway for a test drive. Parks GMC. We are professional grade. Columbia Central Lions football on WKRM is brought to you in part by Parks Motor Sales. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Roof Systems Inc., Right Care, Columbia Franklin Kubota, Ten Pin Alley, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, Holland's Pharmacy, Columbia Foodland, Beck Dental Care, Ledrich and CSH Incorporated, Brown's Body Shop, Murray Regional Medical Center, Quick Marks, Davis Heating and Cooling, and by. Sands Fence Company. This is Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in Southern Middle Tennessee. WKRM 103.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee. <laughs> 